Rockway Rovers football is on the air. This afternoon, the Rovers travel up to Kane to take on the Wolves in D9 Region 2 action. High school football on Sunny 106 is being brought to you by our fine sports sponsors. Now let's send it out to Kane, and before the opening kickoff, let's check in with our pregame show with Bill Edwards right here on Sunny 106. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Broadway Rover Football on Sunday 106. I'm Bill Edwards along with John Allen today. This afternoon, we are in Kane to bring you the inaugural game of the 2023 edition of the Rover Football season. And uh, what could be better? We have the Rovers taking on the Wolves. So I think we can uh, say that this game is going to be a real dogfight, John. Last year, the Rovers were 8-5 and five on the season, but were disappointed by a season-ending loss in the District 9 championship game to Port Allegheny by a score of 21-14. to 14. Coach Jake uh, uh, Heigl leads the Rovers in this fourth season as head coach and is really very pleased with the progress of his younger players. However, Coach Heigl knows they are younger players and will make some mistakes by virtue of their inexperience. The Rovers won't have all-state receiver Alex Carlson with his 89 catches for 1,064 yards and 98 points scored. They won't have Dylan Hanna with his 12 TDs or Carter Hickman. They won't have Matt Pine, Seth Stewart, uh, Aiden Greeneisen, Tanner Waglione with all their blocking and tackling. Those guys are all gone, but we're not going to feel sorry for the Rovers. They still have plenty of talent to go around this season. Braden Fox returns that quarterback along with his 5,179 yards passing and 56 TDs. Joining Fox on the backfield is Jendi Quelo with his 108-yard average last year and his 1,410 yards rushing. If that isn't enough, Speedy Blake Pisarczyk is back after being injured last season. And then there is John Barachetti back at center and Reese Donner at guard. At the White House, we have Matt and Andrew Brubaker returning. And there's some freshman talent in Caleb Doherty and Maddox Decker. Uh, Decker especially uh, looks pretty promising. Last but not least is senior Jack Smith, who has had a history of injuries and missed a lot of playing time, but he will see a lot of action this year. Well, John, we were supposed to get on a lot sooner, but uh, we had some technical difficulties, as sometimes will happen. But I do want to mention to folks that we uh, we are this year going to have uh, something new, and that is I'm going to be interviewing Jake Heigl uh, prior to the games, uh, usually on a Friday morning, and uh, he'll give us a little bit of an idea of what's going to be taking place from his vantage point. And uh, we're going to go back to the studio and just play some of that interview with Jake Heigl, and we'll be back right after that. Offensive line, a junior number Welcome back to the Sunny 106 pregame show. This week, Bill Edwards had a chance to sit down with Brockway Rover football head coach Jake Heigl to preview their matchup with the Kane Wolves. Okay, I, I've got a good question for you to start with. Sure. Uh, and that is, uh, as a fourth-year head coach, this is your fourth year yeah. uh, at, at Brockway, what do you know now that you didn't know in year one? I... You know, I've answered this question before, and I, I think I, it remains the same answer, which is it takes time. It takes time. It takes tons of effort. It takes um, a lot of help, and, you know, you have to be patient with with the process of rebuilding a program. I mean, that's where I think I, you know, really watched high school coaches and high school football and thought with my background, I could come back and switch it, swip it, uh, sorry, um, flip it pretty quickly. And it wasn't like that. You know, I was very upset with how long it was taking, you know, two games into my coaching career, I was frustrated. And, you know, my dad and, 
everybody else tells you, you know, be patient. It takes time and you kind of ignore that, but you know, that, and then I think the, um, the other big thing is, you know, trusting your gut instinct on things. I think early on I questioned myself, but, um, you know, now it's, I feel like I have a very good, um, moral and coaching compass. Uh, again, that's, you know, my mother and father, I'm very lucky to have that, but I've, you know, I trust your gut as a coach. Um, and, and sometimes you have to ignore the outside voices to, to really, um, you know, to, to understand that, you know, don't, don't second guess, just go with it. Yeah. And you know, it's not, people often don't understand. It's not just you. I mean, you've, you've got kids that come from a variety of backgrounds that are dealing with their own issues yeah. and you have to bring all of them together as one, uh, to accomplish a purpose. And that is not an easy thing to do. Sometimes you have to be a parent. Sometimes you have to be a psychologist, you know. Yeah, it's like you said, we have varying backgrounds, especially with our co-op with Dubois Central Catholic. I mean, we have kids that, you know, live in lakefront houses. And then we have had kids in the past that, you know, have dirt floors in their home. So it's it's quite a melting pot of personalities, uh, socioeconomic backgrounds on our team. But I, I think what the constant was, um, you know, with our staff was that, you know, we had a mix of Brockway and central guys, graduates, but all played for Brockway. And we all had a fantastic experience and we're all welcomed in, uh, almost right away. You know, if we start playing in seventh grade, so that was, you know, I went to central, I had that background, but you know, the Brockway people were so welcoming. So yeah, I mean, it does, it takes, it takes a village for sure. I'm very lucky with our coaching staff. Yeah. They work really hard. Yeah, well, you probably don't know this, but uh, my own background with Brockway, I have eight first cousins that graduated from Brockway. I did not know that. And uh, I have a, an uncle and a cousin, uh, two cousins actually, three cousins actually that drove buses for, really? for Brockway. So so I have a connection with Brockway going way back, yeah. you know. And uh, so, and I like that connection since I'm doing them on, you know, on radio. So yeah. we can see them on radio. And having, having coached there, too, makes a big difference. So, uh, also, I want to ask you, you had a try meet last Saturday. Yes. Uh, maybe you can answer this for the folks listening. Uh, what, when you came away from that game, what did you like? And then what things didn't you like? Uh, first thing I'll say is I think Punxsutawney is going to have a very good team this year. I agree. I, I really like what Allen has going on there and I really like the physicality they play with um you know what I came out of there thinking was uh you know we are who we thought we were which is we're really good in some spots and the other spots they need to uh quickly get up up and running because where our holes were it showed so you know I I think that um with our background in the spread offense, we're always going to be able to throw. But we 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 maintain that if we want to really make a run, um, we have to establish the ground game. And we feel really good about our three interior offensive linemen. Um, they they did a fantastic job. But you know, I think that there's still a lot of positions that need to shake out, and it probably won't really shake out for the first two, three games, honestly. So. Well, and you have one kid that we know about, and that's Jenny Quelo. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you what, uh, quick, fast through a hole, uh, and uh, he puts a foot in the ground, he can go the other direction. But uh, all those phys- physical things that I really like about him, I'll tell you what I like about him most. He's really a super kid. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, 
uh, and I really just enjoy talking to you know to him. But I think uh, he could have a fantastic season. And you've got some young players, the Decker kid who's a freshman, yeah, really yeah. big kid, got speed, uh, you know, and something you're adding to your offense this year, which a lot of uh, spread teams are doing now, is adding a tight end to yeah. their offense, yeah. which gives you a lot of things you can do that yeah. you yeah. did not do heretofore. So, you know, yeah, I think that we've talked about it before you know typically you have a tight end body in single a football he's playing offensive line uh we finally have progressed far enough so far that he hasn't had to make the move to offensive line and he is a you know just basing it off of one scrimmage film his blocking technique his size his leverage he, he does have all the tools i mean he can be a special player down the road and he has a work ethic but t- touching on jendy I think that, um, like you said, that the best part about him is his work ethic, his attitude. Uh, you know, I said it to the paper that uh, sometimes you have to reel him in because he's so excited and has so <laughs> much energy. Him and Yonner are both like that. You have to reel him in a little bit. But he's he's truly blossomed from you know his freshman year. I, I use that example of him for a lot of our young guys, which he had two and a half solid years of JV football before he ever touched the varsity football field. I mean, yeah. he, he had to work at it to get good at it. But, you know, I'm excited about him and his season. I'm also excited to have Blake Basarchik back. Oh, yes. I, I mean, it's he would have made a huge difference last year. But um, he he put himself in a position to – you know, take a step as one of the better players in the district this year. Um, if everything else around him kind of figures itself out, yeah, and, and you have speed. You got, you really have good team speed, which yeah. is going to be an asset for you. Uh, I'll have to keep going here because we'll have to get uh, wrap this up. But yeah. uh, now tomorrow, tomorrow you take on the. Uh, of course, when people hear this, it'll be it'll be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, take on the Cane Wolves. Uh, they've always been a nemesis, at least many times, for Brockway. You're playing them up there. They have a turf field now, which is a big thing because their field was never very good. No, no. Uh, so what do you expect from Kane uh, this year? What do you know about them? It, so they're, um, you know, Todd, Todd Selfie's their former head coach, is still involved. But Keaton Roundsville had taken over. And Keaton actually is a fellow uh, Clarion football O-line alumni. And uh, I think very highly of him, but I, I, I anticipate some ground game. I mean, not that that's much different than what they've always done, but he takes a lot of pride in that. Um, you know, historically, those games are always physical, so I'm expecting that. They have a wide receiver that actually ran a 4-4 at our combine, um, which is very elite. I mean, we have a couple 4-5 guys and a 4-6 guy, but nobody in a 4-4. And that's a legit elite level speed that we have to be aware of. Uh, his name is Sam Lundin. Very, very talented wide receiver. And then Kyle Zook, their quarterback, is a pretty good athlete that uh, can sling the ball a little bit. But they've got a um, – Cam Severance is about 6'3", 295-pound offensive lineman, defensive lineman they have. They'll have the biggest guy on the field. Um, so, we, you know, we know it's going to be a game. Anybody that's uh, writing this off is is not paid attention to what Kane's done in the last yeah, few years. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Okay, well, uh, we're going to be there, and we hope the weather holds. And uh, appreciate you uh, doing this, Jake. And, Absolutely. And we're going to do the for people listening. We're going to be doing this uh, before every game. Probably uh, we'll record it like we're doing today on Friday, and then uh, we'll. Uh, most games will be Friday night. Now there's a Thursday night game this. this there week. is, yeah, Red Which, Bank Valley. Red but, Bank Valley is going to be a Thursday night, so that'll right. be a little bit different. Uh, but that's later on in the schedule. So I do have one more thing for you that you will appreciate. Yes. If we win tomorrow, according to PA Football History, we will have our 500th program win. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a little extra incentive, is it not? Yes, for sure. For sure. Okay. Well, thanks, Jake. Absolutely. And uh, good luck. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Bill.
That was Bill Edwards with head coach Jake Heigel. After this timeout, we will have starting lineups and the kickoff as you're listening to Brockway Rover Football here on Sunny 106. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things. Like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and back trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro and Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in Western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro and Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Rockway Football, Clyde Ferraro and Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC CPA. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway are your water specialists for bottled water treatments and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Keywater Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rover. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. You don't have a whole lot of time here, John, but I do want to mention our sponsors list here. We appreciate them so much. Swiss County Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, New Water Service, Ferrero, uh, Cruck and Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Star Trailer Sales, uh, Fremer uh, uh, Lumber and Molding, Yard Works, uh, Glastown Pizza, Galulo Transport, Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Neversetti Holdings, LP, and Creekside Auto and Tire. Appreciate them. Rockway has uh, won the toss. They will receive down there to our right. And John, we'll sneak the uh, starting lineup in as we can go along here sure. because we didn't have much time to get that done. Receiving, uh, Pasarczyk is back there at Puelo to receive this kick. Both of those guys are very dangerous. They're, they're a four or five guys, you know, and uh, so if they get a seam, they can go. So we're about to get underway. First game played on this brand new field here. Boy, it's it's absolutely, yeah, absolutely beautiful facilities here this afternoon. Happy to be along with you, Bill. Thanks uh, for the ride up. I want to well, say hello to, uh, of course, Travis. He's usually along with you. Well, yes. Uh, well, I didn't want to have you walk up here. No, it's uh, <laughs> been a long would've, walk. Would've, but... would have had to leave pretty early this morning. So, all right, ready to get this going. The 2023 football season, the Rockway Rovers looking for a good season this year as here comes a kickoff right now. And it's going to the near side of the field. It's going to be taken there by... Let's see. I think that's uh, Prasarczyk, and uh, he's got running room around the far side, and he's across the 50-yard line, still on his feet, and going to go out of bounds over there somewhere around the 40-yard line. They're going to call it the 42-yard line, and so 
the Rovers will have great field position to start this game at uh, the uh, 42-yard line of the Wolves. Boy, a key block at the 40-yard line. Andrew Brubaker of Brockway just had a key block that was able to allow that big return for the Rovers for great field position on their first possession of the year. Well, those running backs know that they need to have those guys uh, making some blocks to get them a little bit, little bit of room. Okay, we have a slot to the far side. We've got uh, just a, a wing here to the near side this time. Of course, the Quello was back there. He's on the left side of of uh, Fox quarterback that motion this time jet motion that uh, handoff that's going to be for Sarchik and he's at the 40 inside the 40 to about the 35 yard line and he's knocked out of bounds there but there is a flag on the play it could be a defensive hold on that we'll have to wait and see but uh, already we've seen uh, uh, Pasarchik uh, making an impact uh, on this football team this year we'll have to see what this flag is probably a hold or block like in the back or yeah. something like that, you know. Usually that is the case. It's going to go against Brockway. But they've had this thing going early on, and so they're going to march it off against Brockway. And we'll bring up a second down and long. I'm sorry. I'm going to bring it back here. It'll be a first down. I'm going to keep it down, and it'll be a first down. But they're outside the 45 now at the 47-yard line. First down at about 14 for the uh, for the Rovers, wing to the far side this time, and a split far side, a split to the near side. Brockway's moving from our right to our left. Fox calling the signals, and he'll hand it off to Aquelo, and he's got some running room out there inside the 40-yard line. He's at the 35, inside the 35. to be knocked out of bounds there or somewhere around the 32-yard line. And uh, this is what they have to do with uh, Credo. Give him a chance to uh, use that speed and those moves that he has. And uh, this is one thing, John, we did not see in the scrimmage because they were just running him into the line. And, we, you know, we know in scrimmages they're not going to show everything. But uh, they got uh, Quello outside that time, and he made uh, – Made very, it happen, didn't he? Yeah, made it happen. Very close to a first down. Yeah, half a football line. But. Yes, maybe even closer than that. We have a, a little slot to this side, one split to the far side. Again, Fox calling the signals. They're at the 32-yard line. Fox back to pass, looking deep. Got a man out there, but just overthrows him. Another penalty already on this other flag. Well, yeah, and I think that would have been a touch. Would have been a touchdown, but Sergeant kind of slowed up and uh, got turned around just a little bit, or that ball would have been right where it should have been. So was a good pass, but uh, just did not connect that time. Another flag on the play this time. It's a little procedure call, and it's going to go against the uh, the Rovers. So far early in this game, they've had two penalties already. We're just uh, we're at ten fifty seven remaining here in the first period from Kane on a uh, Saturday afternoon and a warm and humid Saturday afternoon in Kane. In about two months, it won't be this way, John. No, we'll be uh, hoping we have this weather in about two months. Yeah, people will be uh, wanting to see the, uh, the heat when we get to that place. Okay, second down will be replayed again. The ball now set outside the 35-yard line to the 37-yard line. So second down and about five for the uh, for the Rovers. So they've been their own worst enemy uh, so far as they are set up with uh, Pisarczyk. He's going to split in the uh, slot to the far side. And got a wing to the near side. May see some jet motion here. We'll wait and see. No, not this time, but a handoff to Quello off the left side, and uh, he will go nowhere as he has hit right at the line. And uh, this is kind of the same outcome I saw in the scrimmage, John. Uh, Quello did not have an opportunity to run inside the tackles in that scrimmage. 
but uh, did well when he could get some room to the outside. And so I think they're seeing some things very early that maybe we need to go outside with uh, with Mr. Quelo. Yeah, big severance. Cam- Cameron Severance, the junior, able to stack that lineup. Of course, he had some help there, but he really made the difference there that time for the Kane Wolves. Okay, third down and five now from the same place, the 32-yard line. Slot to the far side this time. One uh, wing to the near side. And uh, this you're going to see some tight end, too, from the uh, from the uh, Rovers. So you'll see a tight end in there occasionally as we have our first uh, we have our first timeout on the uh, on the field uh, by the uh, by the Rovers. Uh, the times out are sponsored by Sunrise Coffee. This timeout coffee break brought to you by Sunrise Coffee in Brockway, featuring gourmet coffee and local art in downtown Brockway. And we will be back in 30 seconds with more action. This season, we have five home games here in the Community service and school involvement. Time given to make where we live and learn a better place. The attorneys at Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero are longtime members of the Brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make Brockway the community it is. They're also big supporters of Brockway football, recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches, players, cheerleaders, and the band. People dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together. Thank you, and good luck, Rovers, from Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero. Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're third down and five. Fox running to the near side, passing out here to the near side. It is caught out there, and that's Pizarczyk at the 30-yard line, still on his feet, shaking tackles, and finally knocked out of bounds right at the, looks to be about the 29-yard line. And I believe that will be our first uh, first down of the game. Uh, our time or our first downs are sponsored uh, this year by Star Star Trucking, uh, and so uh, Star Trucking first down. And there is another flag on the field, and I think this one is going to go against the Rovers as well. And so we've had three flags early in this game. Had it not been for the flags, I think we'd be a whole lot closer to the goal line, John, than we are currently. Yeah, nothing like uh, having a flags on the field to interrupt that momentum or that mo- you just get some kind of fluence uh, into the game come yeah. out into the gates get a couple first downs and that, next thing you know <laughs> stops the momentum of any kind of you know, picking up for a team to get a drive going well let us happen they're back behind the sticks once again so they've got a third down and about 13 now ball resting on the 45 yard line when they were at the 29 and so they're going the wrong direction here Okay, we got a slot to the far side. I get wing again to the near side. Ball's resting in the middle of the field this time. As the Rovers have that third down, get jet motion, fake the motion, throw out to the uh, flat out there, but uh, it uh, tackles made immediately. That is Matthew Brubrecker with the catch, but uh, he didn't get uh, perhaps maybe a yard, and so it's going to bring up a fourth down at about uh, probably about 11 or 12 here, John. Uh, Looks to be about 12, so let's call it fourth down and uh, and 12. Let's no, it's more like 11, so let's call it fourth down and 11. For the uh, Rovers, the ball is resting outside the 40-yard line at the about the 47, 48-yard line. So let's see what they're going to do there. They are in their offensive set. A split to the near side, a wing also to the near side, and a wide split to the far side. Coelho's to the right side. Of uh, a Fox, Fox back to pass at the 50-yard line. Long ball downfield, looking for Pisarczyk, and he's got the catch. Got the catch at the uh, 15-yard line, and that is another star trucking first down, and Pisarczyk has 
already made his mark on this football team. I'll tell you, he was uh, he took a year to recover from this injury, John. And if anybody was ready to play this season, it was Pasarczyk. And uh, he is certainly proving it right now. And uh, so we've got the first down. Ball is on the 15-yard line. We've got a slot to the far side again. We've got a wing to the near side. Quelo is to the right of Fox. Again, uh, there's a jet motion handed off there, and there's plenty of running room around that right side. And the question is to see if he can get in. That's Crawford, Isaac Crawford. He is a senior. And that is a, a touchdown on that uh, jet sweep. And uh, so Crawford will score from 15 yards out with uh, 8.44 remaining here in the first period. And one has to think that score of John should have come a whole lot sooner had it not been for three penalties in that first drive for the Rovers. And I'm sure Coach uh, Jake Heigl is not happy with that outcome. No, but, uh, of course, with Coach Heigl in your pregame interview was excited about Pesarczyk coming back this year, and he proved, off, proved that with a big catch during this drive. Excellent. There we go. And uh, extra point is good. That is uh, – uh, Eldon uh, Wilcox with the extra point. And so with 8.44 remaining in the first period, it is 7 for the Brockway Rovers and 0 for the uh, Wolves. And we will be back in one minute with the kickoff right after this message. Fall and Western Pennsylvania can only mean one thing, high school football. Yardworks of Brockway is pleased to be a part of the tradition associated with this time of year. And that football tradition includes Brockway Rover football. Yardworks would also like to thank the coaches and the players for their hard work and dedication. Fall is here, so now's the time to start planning for fall cleanup. Call Yardworks, the number one landscape company in the area. They offer a full range of services to serve both residential and the business community. Call them today at 594 6421 Contractor number PA006025. If you love your RV, but it may need some TLC. Get it campsite ready with Stars Trailer Sales. From travel trailers to fifth wheels, Stars has the bays and the RVIA trained service technicians to get your camper back on the road. Including a fully stocked RV parts and accessory store. Satellite services, hitches and wiring, LP gas service and more. Order parts, set an appointment. Check out our trailer inventory at StarsTrailerSales.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-S TrailerSales.com. Route 219 in Brockway. Your full service RV dealership since 1968 the home of brockway rovers football is sunny 106 okay we are back uh, kickoff there was a uh, return to the uh, just short of the 30 yard line at the 29 yard line and so the wolves will have their first offensive series from there and you know they've got to be a little bit excited to play on this field for the very first time and uh, what a beautiful field it is. Yeah, they've had a chance to kind of, as a home team, fill it out a little bit with a, maybe a scrimmage or two. But, yes, yeah, so you talk about having a big lift for the Cane Wolves field playing on this uh, varsity for the very first time. Okay, quarterback is Kyle Zook. Uh, they are in the pistol formation right now. Got motion to the uh, to the wing right now. And there, there's a handoff off the left side. And... Uh, we know one thing, and that is the uh, Wolves really want to establish a running game. And, uh, you know, as I look at this at this program, John, I I wish that uh, the uh, the numbers for for the game Wolves had been placed, uh, you know, by number, you know, like two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. But they're all over the place, so it's going to be a little hard to, you know, to pick out people here. Uh, 
But uh, we'll do the best we can. we got a, just a regular T formation right now, so definitely running. For, okay, goes now to, to a wing. And uh, we have uh, just a power backfield right now. A handoff again over the uh, right side. A little bit more running room there, but not much. Actually, a ball carrier is brought down about the 30, I'm sorry, at the 29-yard line. So that's going to bring up a third down. They got behind the chains on the uh, on the uh, first play, and now they're at third down. Ball is at the 29-yard line, so they haven't really gained anything when it comes to uh, to their run game. They've got uh, third down and 10, ball resting at their 29-yard line. They are moving, of course, from our left to our right here in the first period. And we'll uh, we'll try to catch up with our with some defensive players here from uh, Brockway also. We know Quayle is out there. He's playing a cornerback. And there is a first pass, and that is no good. Hits the dirt. I shouldn't say the dirt anymore, should I? I said hits the, <laughs> it's hits the turf. Matthew Rubaker was there just in case, but the ball uh, was not thrown very well. And now we've got a fourth down and 10. And so the, uh, the Wolves are definitely in the hole to, to start this thing. Going back to receive the punt uh, is Pisarczyk. He's going to stand somewhere around his 40-yard line. And so it looks like the, uh, the Rovers will get a good chance here to get good field position as well with our second possession. And we have another flag. In fact, we have two of them. Yeah. Movement on the line for the Kane Wolves. They'll so, just re- reset oh, their punt for Oh, yeah, they'll push them back. Uh, they'll be inside the uh, 25-yard line. And uh, so they're going to have to do this all over again. Uh, this time, Pasarczyk will be somewhere around his 50-yard line probably, or 45. And so... Uh, Things are uh, things are looking a little rough here for the oh, for the Wolves here in the beginning. The series on that defense: John Varashetti and Benjamin Yale, two big tackles on that defensive stance for the Brockway Rovers. Okay, so here we go. Punt's going to come from about the 15-yard line. It's low and it's going to be run back inside the 50 as Pasarczyk, and a knee goes down. So had that knee not gone down, he had plenty of running room on the far side of the field. I'll tell you what. But uh, that knee went down as he slipped on the uh, on the turf, and so the ball is going to be placed at the 48-yard line of uh, the Kane Wolves, and Rockwell will have a first down and 10 in Wolf territory. Well, this turf is beautiful. It has the big letter K for Kane with a solid blue on the inside and solid, you know, with the red lettering on the outside. Oh, yeah, it's multicolored. Uh, Multi-green. Like a dark green, light green, all the way down in the big end zone with the wolves spelled out. Yeah, red uh, red end zones with Kane in there. Okay, first down and 10 from the uh, 48 of the wolves. Fox is back to pass, looking way downfield, long pass downfield. It's going to overthrow everybody. And Pasarczyk uh, with a little push of the defender at the end, but that was harmless enough. It was not called, although the uh, coaching staff of the wolves uh, didn't particularly like it. Okay, they'll bring up a second down from the same place from the uh, 48-yard line. And uh, so the, the uh, Rovers start off uh, their first series with a pass, long pass downfield. And they're going to see a little bit more of that. Well, Bill, you know uh, playing the game and being a part of it, you throw that long pass, loosens up for the run. That's exactly right. That's what they say anyway. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> slot, slot to the far side. Ball's on the near side hash, by the way. Rovers moving from our right to our left. And off to Aquilo. He's got some running room up the middle, and he's still on his feet inside the 45-yard line and almost to the 40. He'll be dropped at about the 41-yard line. And so that will put them about uh, three, long three, four yards away from a first down. So good call on that uh, on that second down. Bring up a third down. And, well, they have it marked like, like 
Looks like third down at about uh, four. So the Rovers will have a third down at about four. Again, uh, slot to the far side. Ball resting right in the middle of the field. Got a wing back to the near side this time. And we do have a... We do have a tight end on this side, too. And there comes a Kane Wolf across the line. This will be a first down as they'll march off five yards because of encroachment there. And there'll be another star trucking first down for the Rovers. Five on the play. Well, we have uh, a decent crowd from uh, from Brockway across the way, John. And uh, we've got a very good spot here as far as a vantage point. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, you go to a to a stadium, you don't know what you're going to have. And we didn't have trouble getting it on air because the uh, computer was not uh, doing what it was supposed to do. And we're just happy to be on and hope we stay on. And we appreciate the uh, red carpet rollout for us to be <laughs> yes, here. Yes, that's true. Back to passes, Fox. And uh, he misses his target out there. And I believe that uh, was... Uh, that was Maddox here. Yeah, that was Maddox Decker. Now, Decker plays a lot of tight end. He is a freshman. But I'll tell you what, he is a big freshman. And he's got good speed. So I think uh, I think the Rovers are looking for some good things from him in the uh, near future. He's going to have this year and three more. He's only a freshman. Okay, so we have a second down. Ball's in the same place. It's about the uh, 30, oh, about the 36-yard line. It's a second down and 10 for the Rovers. Slot to the far side. Once again, ball in the middle of the field. And there is a jet sweep handoff, and that is to number nine, and that is Crawford. And Crawford is out near the first yard. You first down marker. Let's see if he got there. I'm not sure. I haven't seen a call yet. I think he might be a little bit short. I think they're going to mark it just about uh, maybe a football short. Well, one of the guys oh. at the yard marker started to go, but the other guy, he waited. Yeah, I guess they're going to call that a first down. So there's a, another star trucking first down for the for the Rovers. The ball is resting just slightly outside the 25-yard line. We'll call it the 26 and a quarter. Slot to the near side this time. Fox rolling to his left. He is a left-hander, remember. And a quick throw, a pass there, and that is going to – Go to, uh, let's see, I can see his name. That's going to go to number four. That is Brubaker, Matthew Brubaker. He is a senior, uh, 5'10", 165 pounds. He has a brother in this game also, Andrew. And they are twins. Okay, so Brubaker makes the catch, and there is a flag on the play, and I think that the uh, Rovers are going to come up with yet another penalty, and I believe that is what, John, number four? In this, uh, right. in this first quarter as we're at 529 right now in the first quarter. And the uh, Rovers are making hard on themselves to get the ball in the end zone with penalties. And it's a long one. Must have made a personal foul of some kind as they're all the way back <laughs> inside the 30, but they're at the 28-yard line now. Yeah, it's a spot foul. Yep, so a 28-yard line for the, uh, for the Rovers. And it is a first down, but they've got a first down at about 13 now. Again, slot to the far side. Uh, and what that wing is doing, he's definitely moving the defense a little bit as uh, he usually runs uh, jet motion. Sometimes they hand it to him, as he's doing right now, and sometimes they don't like they're doing right now. Uh, Fox looking downfield. He's got a man out there, but cannot catch it. Uh, that's a ball that needed to be thrown farther to the outside, probably. I believe that was Brubaker uh, out there. And I think that was, uh, well, I'm not sure. I think it was Brubaker. And uh, so no good, and it's going to bring up a second down now from the, uh, again, from about the uh, 20. That was quite, quite a, 
Who was it? Quelo, the intended receiver. Oh, was it really? Okay. Yeah, he sneaked out on him. He, uh, and that's not a bad idea to uh, get Quelo out of the backfield. He can uh, he can do a lot of things for you. So let's see what uh, the Rovers will run now with a second down and about 13 from the uh, 28-yard line. Uh, Fox with a handoff to Quelo. He's got some running room along the left side. He's a tough runner. He's inside the 25-yard line to, I think, about the 24-yard line. And so that will uh, bring up a third down now. I didn't see. Hey, you know what, John? I didn't see a flag on that play. So things are looking up uh, for the uh, for the for the Rovers. Uh, and I am sure, you know, having been a, a coach and having been a head coach, uh, coaches are not happy with hankies on the field. No, unless it's against the other team, and then they're you know they're okay with that. But okay, so it's going to be a third down. Ball's inside the 25-yard line at the 24-yard line. Coming up a third down at about eight yards to go for a first. As we have uh, the ball on the near side hash, there's jet motion. That's going to go to Pasarczyk. He's got running room far side. If he can get out there and uh, can't quite make it outside, but he's uh, still on his feet. And he's going to get near that first down marker, but uh, will not get there as he's out of bounds somewhere around the 16, 17-yard line, I do believe. And so it's going to bring him about two yards short of a first down. So it's a fourth down and two for the Rovers. Boy, number 22 of the Kane Wolves, Levi Wilson, did a nice job cutting in the back. Or that would have been a huge play, possibly even six for the Rovers, but he forced them to make his cut sooner. And that's how the other uh, Wolves, the Kane Wolves players, were able to get him after a huge game. Okay, you're saying up to Quail looking at that first down, but he's hit short of the first down, and it does not look like he made it. And so. The ball is going to be turned over on downs right at about the oh, 17. It looks like about around the 17-yard line. Mm-hmm. And so the uh, Kane Wolves will have it there. And a big stop by uh, the Kane Wolves right yeah. there. And that's how big that last play was, Bill. The pursuit for the Kane defensive player to come across and force uh, you know, Brockway. Okay, well, uh, thanks, John. Uh, looks like we have a timeout on the field, and so we will be back. Our score is 7 to 0 here in the first period, with 4 09 remaining. We'll take this 30 second timeout, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Sunday 106, your home for Rover football. When you need a tux or just a suit, formal wear for a wedding, prom, homecoming, and semi formal dance, any important occasion, look your best with the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop, including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress, all the accessories like shoes and shirts, suspenders, dry cleaning, and alterations, too. For tuck fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop, West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. Joe'sTuckShop.com. Go, go Rovers. Rovers. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. Our score is 7 0 in favor of the Brockway Rovers with 409 remaining here in the first period. We've had a lot of flags on the field for the Rovers here in this first period. We've had at least four. And uh, so it has cost them, especially in this particular drive. And so they turned the ball over on downs. And so the Kane Wolves have it. They. The ball is resting at about the, I'd say, 17-yard line. And so they will have a first down from the 17-yard line. They are moving from our left to our right. And as I said, they've got 4.09 remaining here in the first period to see if they can do anything. Again, a nice warm day here in uh, in Kane. And uh, the field is a lot warmer. So if you don't understand turf fields, they get very, very warm. So we are high above the field, thankfully. 
They've got a pistol formation here. Ball carrier is going to make it to the 10-yard line, farther, or 15-yard line, rather, no farther. So he will lose ground on that carry. And so uh, right now, John, it doesn't look like the Kane Wilson going to have a whole lot of success trying to run the middle of this uh, Rovers uh, defensive line. Boy, the line is really digging in, and they're getting beat. They're beating the offensive line, Bill. And uh, the old saying is, you go 1,001, 1,002, your quarterback, uh, if your lineman can protect your quarterback, you got a chance. But the defense for Brockway is just winning the line of scrimmage right now. Well, and they've got Yonner uh, is in the middle of that. He's 6'4 and about 280, so a little bit harder to move out of there. Okay, back to pass is Zook, and almost picked off there. <laughs> and it looked like, was that Johnny Verichetti? I think he may have picked that ball off. If he did, he would have had six the easy way. <laughs> And you know how those linemen are, Bill. Oh, yeah, Johnny would have loved that. Uh, yeah, he would have loved that. Those big old fellas down there. <laughs> okay, so we have a third down now, and it's a third down of 13. Ball's now back on the 15-yard line, so the Wolves are going the wrong direction as well. And uh, we've got trips this time out to the near side. So passing formation, and uh, I think they have a – the quarterback is, I think, relatively – New young quarterback, I believe. Uh, well, not that much. He's a junior, and so that ball is uh, thrown out there to uh, to, to nobody. <laughs> so uh, your receiver actually fell down. I think uh, didn't he get tangled up a little bit out there? And uh, I think he, uh, I think he fell down. So Brubaker was out there for for Brockway on the coverage. It's fourth down now and thirteen for. For the uh, Kane Wolves, and they are back there on their 13-yard line. So there's no doubt what they're going to do. And their their punter is number four. He's also running back. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, John. So you can look at that while I cover that. Uh, but he is their he is their punter, and uh, kick is low again and short, very short. Going to be played there at the 40-yard line, and that's Masarchik, and he's still on his feet inside the 20-yard line, still on his feet. He will try to cut back and is going to be knocked out of bounds right at the 15-yard line. But there's a flag on the play, and there could be a block in the back. I think I saw one of those. But that okay. was like five yards behind the tackle. Yeah, that was uh, well after the play was over, that's for sure. So uh, let's see. It's going to be a go against uh, Brockway, so they'll be pushed back once again. And I think that is number five. I think that is number five uh, here in the uh, in the first period with uh, 3:09 remaining in the first period. I think there's five flags for the uh, for the Rovers. And as I said, the uh, you know I don't think anybody's going to be real happy about that on the coaching staff for the uh, for the Broadway Rovers. But they do have a first down though on their tw- on the 25 yard line. They have been playing in the uh, Wolves side of the field all uh, during this first period, and now they have another great uh, opportunity here as we have a real tight uh, slot formation here to the near side balls and the near side hash mark. Of course, Brockway moving from our right to left. There is a there is a, a, bat, a snap that was mishandled, and so Fox just falls on it at the uh, 30, well, it looks to be about the 34, 33-yard line. So uh, they're going to get back behind the sticks once again to the 33. So a few mistakes being made here by the uh, Brockway Rovers as they now have a second down and They've got a second down and about 16 perhaps yards to go, maybe more than that, but just at least 16, yeah. maybe 18. Uh, and uh, got a slot, or, I'm sorry, a wing to the near side once again, slot to the far side. Now let's see if we get jet motion. Nope, Fox rolling to his right, going to pass. He is a left-hander. Got a man out there, but uh, overthrows the receiver once again. I think that was Pasarczyk. 
So Pasarczyk was open. He had separation. The ball just didn't get to the right place. Now, I realize it is difficult for a left-handed quarterback rolling right to uh, get his hips around, you know, it's a, it's a difficult pass, especially for a young, you know, for a young quarterback. But uh, they've had opportunities. I mean, they definitely have had opportunities. The uh, obviously the you know the uh, miscues have have hurt them. But uh, now they are at uh, third down and eighteen from their own for, or from the Wolves' thirty-four yard line, and uh, we have a wide receiver both sides and uh, one uh, wing back. And looking downfield is Fox as Rose goes left, and he'll just throw it out of bounds. And so he just throws it away. And so now it's going to be a fourth down from the 34-yard line, and it'll be still 18 yards to go for the Rovers. Heather Kane Wolves' uh, defensive coaching staff saw something on the field that time. I was kind of watching on this, Bill, and they did see something, and they adjusted on the far side of the field with the receiver to Brockway that left all the pressure come to the near side as uh, Brandon was coming this way towards us, and they just had it covered and had nowhere to go but to throw it out of bounds. Okay, so they're going to go for it. Quelo is to the left side of uh, Fox. Got a slot to the far side. Balls on the near side. Hash against the jet. Motion! Balls over the head of uh, Fox again, and he just falls on it at the 50-yard line. And so another bad snap high, but catchable, but high. And so... Uh, uh, it's down right there, just about the 49-yard line. They're going to mark it. So that's the second time now in these uh, last two drives where the same kind of thing has happened. So the uh, Rover's not looking very sharp right now. Even though they lead it 7-0, to one has to believe that it should be a whole lot higher than that right now, John. Right. It's a mirror play, Bill. They're looking in the mirror and doing the same thing. You can't do that. Right. <laughs> You've got to make those corrections when you're out there. It's simplified. You just play a simple game of football. Yeah. Yep. good. Do the uh, basic things right, right? Okay, so with uh, 217, it seems like a long first quarter. Uh, maybe just me because I'm old, but anyway. Okay. All right, formation is a running formation. We've got a double uh, or a wing left. Far side, I should say. Hand off, right off the left side. Again, looking for running room. Very little of it as uh, the ball carrier crosses the uh, – that is uh, 26. Again, finding the numbers, John, is just uh, a real headache here. Uh, that is West and West, and he'll go off the left side, but will not get much. He'll pick up two, so it'll be a second down and eight. Ball just over the 50-yard line at Rover Territory at the 49-and-a-half-yard line. And so the Wolves not able to do much on that run game, and they, the future passes they have tried hasn't worked very well. Uh, I don't get penalties for smacking the mic, do Okay, I? yes, we're, we are going to. We'll, no, we won't give you a penalty. We'll just fine you. <laughs> okay, back to pass. Look, got a man open at the 45. He makes the catch, and we'll pick up a couple after that. Still no first down as the uh, ball will be placed at the 43-yard line. And so it's going to bring up a third down and about three for the uh, Kane Wolves. And they are moving from our left to our right. We've got a, a wide out to the near side, a slot to the far side. Looks like they're going to have a wing back to the near side as well, or a slot wherever he goes. is going to be a slot back this time. And uh, one sidecar there in the backfield. And uh, Zook with a handoff. Nope, fake. Nice fake and a throw pass there. And uh, there is a star trucking first down for the Wolves as they will come down to the 35-yard line with that first down. And so that is their first first down of this ball game with uh, 57 seconds remaining in the first period. And so Kane on the move right now. And I don't think uh, they may have had one to them. 
yeah, they had one penalty against them, I think, in the first right. period where the uh, Rovers had, what, five? Five or six? Okay, so first down from five. the 35-yard line. Five, okay. First and down, first down from the 35-yard line. And there's a handoff. Running back's looking for some room. Doesn't have much. And he's going to be brought down at the 45, or I'm sorry, the 35-yard line. And so we could say that he got really nothing because that's where he started from. So it'll be a second down from the 35-yard line. And we have a official's timeout right now. So we have a, a minor injury, I think, on the field. He is on one knee, so I think he's going to be okay. And one thing about a day like this, you look for heat-related injuries. You know, the cramping becomes an issue. So you hope the players got well hydrated last night, well hydrated this morning. But uh, sometimes they don't uh, do all the things they should do. Okay, the player is okay, and that is, uh, if I can find him on this on this sheet, uh, number eight. And uh, I don't see a number eight on my live sheet. Maybe you do. So uh, I don't know see. who he is. <laughs> He's not related to Brad Smith. He's well, not related to John Smith, Bill Smith, well, yeah. Bob Smith. There's a lot of Smiths, so I guess we shouldn't say Smiths. Right? Well, guess, you used to get away with that about 50 years ago on well, the radio. Everybody yeah. was Smith. But, uh, well, I know. I know what you're saying, Bill. There's no number eight on mine either. No, okay, so we can't help We can't help you with who that is. Ball still at the 35-yard line, though, so we've got a... Uh, second down and 10 from the 35. 40 seconds remaining here in the first period. The Rovers up 7-0. to Should be more, in my humble opinion. But uh, a lot of things happened that uh, negated that. So the clock is winding down, 36-35. Kane not in any big hurry. Ball's near side hash mark. Slot both directions this time. Handoff. And ball's on the ground. And uh, see, I believe it is going to be recovered by Brockway. With uh, just uh, 15 seconds remaining here in the first period, Brockway will recover it. And it's going to be right at the 33, I think, the 32 or 33 yard line. And so uh, they will have it. And uh, so looks like uh, Kane's having her own problems back, back there in the, uh, in the, in the handoff uh, area. And so the Rovers will have it again. So uh, we, we have on our sheet, John, we have uh, sponsorship for Amrelliant Sales uh, Service. We have a drive of the game this year, which we did not have last year. Right now, we can't uh, we can't claim any of those right now. So uh, we'll see if we can find one of those at some point. It's not always easy because you get a, a good one, you think, okay, that's it. Then you might have another one later on. So we have to try to rely sometimes on our memory, which is a bad thing when it comes down to me. Between mine and yours, Bill? Yeah, yeah, it might be a might be a two. Okay. So it looks like uh, we have a full house backfield here this time. First time we've seen that. Uh, running back is the third back through, and that is number 20. That's uh, that's Faith, according to my program. Or oh, it was Pasarchuk. Oh, yeah, 20 and 28 sometimes on these jerseys looks the same. Okay, that is the end of the first quarter. The uh, Rovers 7, the Kane Wolves 0. And we will be back in one minute with more action. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Whether the Rovers are on offense or defense, when they mold together, they become winners. And when it comes to price, selection, and service, you'll score big at Freemur Lumber and Molding. The winning team for composite decking, siding, roofing, shaw flooring, baseboard casing, and of course, lumber. Freemur Lumber and Molding are proud supporters of Brockway Rover football and would like to encourage you to bring your family to a game, cheer for the team, and show the players your support. Freemur Lumber and Molding, Route 28, top of the hill in Brockway. Let us mold your life. 
So, where are we going? Brockway. Why are we driving all the way to Brockway? Because it's worth it. Worth it? We're going to Glastown Pizza. Their food is that good. Mamma mia. Their Italian specialties are amazing. Plus, their flatbreads, hoagies, specialty burgers, and seafood are out of this world. You know I love mushrooms. Yup. Well, Glastown cuts them up fresh, not canned. Makes my sandwich so much better. Got their menu up on my phone? GlastownPizzaPA.com. It is worth a drive. Let's go. Glastown Pizzeria, 5th Avenue, downtown Brockway. Love at first bite. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. That uh, fumble recovery was Carter Quaglione. He's a junior, 5'10", 225 pounds, and he had the first fumble recovery of the year. So keep that in mind. First one to do it this year. Okay, Brockway Rovers now moving from our left to our right. Ball's at the 36-yard line. It is a second period, ready to begin, and this game is going slowly. I hope we'll be done in time for church tomorrow. Far, uh, far side, we have a slot from wing to the near side. Sometimes they'll run jet motion out of that like they do right now, but he is a lead blocker, and here comes Quillo, and he will bring it out to about the 38-yard line, so he'll pick up a few. Okay, so we have now a third down and about four. Let's call it a yeah, long four for the uh, for the Rovers right now. We have a slot again to the uh, to the far side. Farthest man out there is uh, Matthew Brubaker. Quelo back there on the left side with Fox. Fox moving to his left, looking to throw. Got a man out there. That's Pasarczyk. And he is out to about the 50-yard line where he goes out of bounds. And so that will be a start trucking first down. Pasarczyk again making his, uh, his presence known this year early on. Of course, I think it was the second game last year, John, when uh, Pasarczyk tore his ACL. And, uh, and I think it was uh, what we could call a celebration injury. Uh, ACL tears are, you know, are, are difficult. And uh, they are doing a better job with repairing them now. So, okay, slot to the far side. Ball, far side hash this time. Quail coming this way on the handoff. He's got running room out here and lots of it. He's still on his feet inside the 30 and the 20. And he's out of bounds down there at about the... 10-yard line. They're going to mark it no out all the way out to the 15. Went out of bounds at the 15-yard line. Another star trucking first down for the Rovers, and that's what we were talking about. Get him outside, but there is a hanky on the field. I'm going to be interested to see what they call here because the only person that was out in front of the running back was Quello. Quello was, yeah. was the big uh, Reese Yonner who Yonner. laid a huge block to free on that big run. Well, what will be interesting to find out with this is, too, usually on this, it's going to be, well, it looks like it's going to go against uh, Kane. What did they do? Let's see. What is the call? Is it just a sideline? Oh, sideline. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So that moves the ball down inside the 10 yard line. They're about at the five. What are the five yard line? I think at the five yard line, it's going to be a first and goal from the five at the 11 11 mark here in the second period. So the Rovers already in great scoring position. Uh, slot to the near side, a wing to the far side this time. Ball near side hash. There's a half of the quail off the left side. He's got running room, and uh, he will not get it as he gets down to about the three yard line where he's brought down there. So bring a second down and goal now as uh, Quill was trying to trying to find a place around those big trees in there. You know, he's not very big, and uh, but he's a strong runner. He's very strong, worked out with the weights, 
and uh, he has made himself what he is through his hard work. So, okay, we have a slot to the far side again. Ball resting again. Near side hash mark. Rovers moving from our left to our right. Again, Quello, left side of Fox. Hand off again and going right up the middle this time. Still on his feet. He is close to the goal line, but uh, is not in as they're going to mark it about one yard away. So it's going to be a third down and goal from the one-yard line. And I think we have a timeout on the field. And we have a Sunrise Coffee timeout. They are from Brockway, and uh, they feature uh, gourmet coffee on local art in downtown Brockway. And uh, so we will take... uh, 30 seconds here, and we will be right back. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Creekside Auto and Tire Service is a trusted name for service in the Brockway area. From state inspections, great tire prices, to all sorts of repairs, Creekside keeps you running great and safe. John and Chris service everything on the lot, so you know you're getting a great deal on a dependable car. Along with Lisa, you get treated like family and get family pricing. If it's not on the lot, they'll help you find it. Get superior service from Creekside Auto and Tire in Brockway. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we are back. Here's the situation with 10-19 remaining in the first half. The Brockway Rovers have it on the one-yard line of the Canes with a third down. They are leading this game by a score of 7-0. to zero. And they have another opportunity here as now we have a full house backfield. Puello to the right. We have Prasarchik to the left. We have a tight end in the game. We don't see that real often, but this year we'll see a lot more of it. we got a tackle in the backfield. Yes, we've got a big kid in the backfield. And balls, balls on the ground once again. So, And uh, that is a fumble. And Kane will recover. Right about the four-yard line, and so another miscue. You know, sometimes, John, you can just try to be too fancy, and uh, sometimes that kind of backfires on you. So it uh, happened that time as the Kane Wolves come up with the uh, with the fumble with 10 uh, 16 remaining here in the half, and so they will have it at their own four-yard line, but uh, the way they've been unable to move the ball, this may not be, you know, of any consequence. We'll have to wait and see. Okay, so first down and 10 for the Kane Wolves from their own four. They've got a, the ball's near side hash mark. Kane is moving, of course, right now from our right to our left. Hand off right up the middle, and Yonder meets the ball carrier right in the middle, and he will lose ground. They will mark forward progress right at the four-yard line. So we'll call it no gain as it now be a second down and 10 from the same place. Four-yard line as we're down inside the 10-minute mark now in the first half. And one has to think that this uh, first half, John, that score can have been a whole lot different than it is right now. Why, leaving points out there is tough. Well, I'll tell you, there'll be some paint peeled off the wall in the locker room, I have a feeling. (laughs) Okay, so it is a second down and 10 now from the four-yard line for the Wolves. And uh, the handoff on the left side has got a got some running room over there, and we knocked out of bounds. And that is uh, Pasarczyk knocks uh, number four out of bounds, and uh, number four, if I can find. You got to look clear down the bottom there. Yes. Okay. And how, what's the pronunciation of that? Oh, that's Reese uh, Bacacus. Reese Bacacus. Okay. So that sounds like a good pronunciation. Yeah. Maybe we'll call him Reese for short. That'd be easy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I had the athletic director help me out with that. Oh, well, that's cheating, John. Oh. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. Okay. So it now is 
Still short of a first down by about uh, three and a half, four yards as uh, quarterback will keep it this time. Zook, he's still on his feet, will be tackled there at the 11-yard line. So no gain on the play. That'll bring up a fourth down, another punting situation. So here we go again. So uh, field, great field position should be obtained again by, by the Rovers. And uh, let's hope they can capitalize. Had they capitalized on the opportunities, John, what would this score be at this point? I'd at least say 20 right now. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, the prognosticators had this game at uh, many of them had 40 for the Rovers, maybe 10 or 12 or so for for the uh, for the Wolves. And that really it could have almost been pretty close to that maybe in the first mm-hmm. half. But the half is not over, 8.51. Okay, we have a time on the field, again, sponsored by uh, Sunrise Coffee in Brockway, featuring gourmet coffee and uh, local art in downtown Brockway. And we'll take 30 seconds, and we'll be back right after this message. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Let's go Rovers! And after the game, let's go to the Rocky Grill. The Rocky Grill in Brockway, serving up delicious food in hometown pride all football season. Open until 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays for your post-game celebration. Try gourmet appetizers, Mediterranean-inspired entrees, or sink your teeth into one of our famous steaks. And don't forget to stop in during the week, Monday and Wednesday, 4 till 9, and Thursday, 11 till 9, to experience the newly remodeled interior and outdoor seating in the Rock Garden. Good luck to both teams. Have fun and play hard. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we are back fourth down and four for the uh, Kane Wolves, and they are in punt formation, obviously, with us, uh, 8.51 remaining here in the first half. Our score is seven for the Rovers and zero for the Canes, and they are ready to punt. Sarchik is back deep. He's standing his own 40-yard line. Here comes punt. It's very low. It bounces around. It's going to go out of bounds at the 35-yard line, and so the Rovers will have it at uh, the Kane, 35-yard line, and once again, deep into Wolf territory. Let's see what they can do. Nobody feels worse than the, the kid there. And, again, these are only high school kids out here, and they're playing their hearts out and everything. And, you know, everybody supports everybody out there tonight, you know, the parents, the kids, the children, everybody involved in the programs. And there's nobody that feels worse <laughs> oh, that's right. than him right now when that ball went off his foot and rolled. Yep, stuff happens. Okay, ball near side hash. Rover's moving from our left to our right. Slot to the far side, wing to the left side. Okay, here we go. Pass out, and uh, that is number four. That is Brubaker, and he's still on his feet and will fall down just outside the 10-yard line. Let's call it the, oh, about the 13-yard line. I believe he's at the 13-yard line. So it's at the 13-yard line, and that is no star trucking first down for the Rovers, and so they are on the move with eight. 29 move on a moving clock here in the first half. They lead 7-0 over the Kane Wolves. Ball far side hash mark. Slot formation. Far side. And nope. Hand off to uh, well, and he's got room. Got Yonner out in front. And he's still on his feet inside the five. They're going to take him out probably short of the five-yard line at about the six or seven-yard line. And so they're kind of getting the R down. They've got the idea they're getting that big guard out in front of Coelho. And uh, and that is uh, something that I think that they want to establish uh, today and the rest of the year, I would say. So we have a flag on the field once again. And what do we have now? Do we have a hold this time? 
So this one again against the uh, against the Rovers, and that is what John number six or seven six number six. Okay, that is not what uh, they would like to see happen on offense, especially when they are moving the ball. So the ball's moved back to the uh, twelve yard line. It'll be a second down and ten from the twelve for the Rovers. Slotting into the far side, ball's resting on the near side hash mark. On the uh, They've got a wing on the near side. Slot is on the far side. Quello is on the left side of Fox this time. And Fox will roll to his left. Got a man open out there. That is Pasarsik, and he drops the ball. And that, that is just, uh, that, that's just something that you can't explain. I mean, sometimes it just gets in your head. I think it was too easy. The ball was well thrown. It was right there where it was supposed to be. And, it was, and he was looking to turn down field, I think, a little bit too fast. The but, clock, we're down to about 8.07 here in the half, and it's only 7 to nothing. And you have a golden opportunity for a touchdown here. And I think at this point, Bill, Brockway needs to cash in here. Oh, they do. Okay, Aquilo's on the right side of Fox this time. Slot to the near side. Hand off to Aquilo, and he's still on his feet. And he is inside the uh, five and into the four and three. And touchdown, Aquilo, with eight minutes remaining. Well, John, you just got out of your mouth. They need to cap- capitalize on this, and they sure did it right on the next play. And that is Quill off the right side, and he will score to make it 13-0 in favor of the uh, of the Rovers. The uh, Rovers kicker is uh, Aiden Wilcox. He is a 10th grader, 5'11", and uh, 220. You don't see too many kickers that are 220 that are soccer-style kickers. No. He, this, this young man is a soccer player as well. And so he is going to try for the extra point at the eight-minute mark. It is up, and it is no good. It bounces off the goalpost. And so, with eight minutes remaining in the first half, the Rovers 13, the King Wolves 0. And we'll get back in one minute with the Rover kickoff. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for a Rover football. The Great American Road Trip is on at Spitzer Dubois and St. Mary's. New inventory is here with more arriving daily. We've got hundreds of vehicles and thousands in savings, all to get you on your own summer road trips for less. Plus, every vehicle we sell or lease is backed by the Spitzer Shield, featuring a lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited miles, bumper-to-bumper protection on Spitzer certified vehicles, and a $1,000 price match guarantee. Plus, get more miles of worry-free driving with complimentary first-year scheduled maintenance. It's the peak season for summer vacations and weekend road trips, so grab life by the wheel and hit the road. Hurry in today for our special incentives. You'll find super summer savings on every new and pre-owned vehicle in our inventory at Spitzer Dubois and St. Mary's. You can buy your car anytime with Spitzer Speed Pass at Spitzer.com. At Spitzer, our world revolves around you. Must complete regular maintenance at the manufacturer's specified intervals and documented. Any breakdowns must be completed at a Spitzer location within 40 miles. Warranty affected anywhere in the continental United States of America, Alaska, Hawaii, and Canada. Complimentary maintenance applies to new vehicle purchases. See dealer for complete details. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, Wilcox will kick off, and uh, Dane Anderson for the Wolves will be deep. And he will uh, let it bounce as it goes out of bounds, and so there'll be a flag thrown there as well. And so the uh, the Wolves will have a little better position than they have had as a result of that of that kickoff. Did you say another penalty, Bill? Yes. <laughs> Against Brockway. So they're all the way out to the 35, the 35 yard line, and uh, I I don't see a sponsor for uh, for penalties here. Uh, I don't think we have any for that. So 
I guess that <laughs> I guess that's a good thing. But uh, in any event, their names would have been mentioned a whole lot if yeah. they had sponsored if at this, least nine times. Yeah, know, and we're not making we're not making we're not making light of it because it is no. an aberration for this team, you know. And it's it's a first game, you know, and a lot of them are young. So you're going to have these kinds of things. So they'll work it out. I'm not worried about them. They'll work it out. Okay, so it is a first down and 10 from the 35 for the Cane Wolves at the eight-minute mark here in the uh, first half. Ball's on the far side of half. Cane moving from our right to our left. They've got a double slot formation right now. As uh, Zook will look to run himself, and uh, he's going to be knocked down at the uh, 35-yard line, so no gain. I'll tell you, uh, this, this quarterback... Zane, uh, or Kyle Zook, is not very big. They don't have his height and weight here, but he is not a big kid. And so when he, with him running the ball, I don't know if that's the answer, you know, to their <laughs> offense here. Uh, but anyway, it is second down now and 10 from the 35-yard line, the King 35-yard line. They have not had good field position this entire game. And Zook is back looking to pass. Looking downfield, and he's got a man, and it's uh, tipped but caught, finally. So it was tipped by the original receiver and caught by the secondary receiver. And so that's hauled in there uh, by, let's see, number number 12, if I can find him somewhere. There he is. Okay, Chamberlain makes the catch. Short of the first down, though, as the ball is going to be about, oh, about two yards short of the first down. So we've got a third down and two. From the uh, 48-yard line. Bill, I just want to jump in real okay, quick. Okay, go ahead. Yep. The previous play on that sack was uh, Colton uh, Colton Ross for the Rockway Raiders. Okay, there's a catch to Anderson out here across the 50, and so that is a star parking first down. And that is Anderson makes the catch, and that is a first down, and that has been rare territory for the Wolves so far. But they have their first down, and they ball is on near side hash mark, and they are in a slot formation far side. One split receiver here to the near side. One side car in the backfield. Back to pass. As Zook gets it down. Open at the 35-yard line. He's got the catch. And that is, uh, and that is uh, number 12. That is Anderson again. I'm sorry, that is not Anderson at all, but rather, let's see if I can find his. I was looking at his grade, but not his number. <laughs> and this, I got to tell you, this sheet is very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> and, you can run two plays and before we find the I know, I know, before you get it figured out. Okay, well, anyway, it is uh, second down and two from the 39 yard line now. He's looking back to pass again. Got a man open at the 40, makes the catch, and he is on his feet, and I think he may have that star trucking first down. And he does at the 38-yard line. So the Wolves on a roll here with the passing game. And they are traditionally a running game, and they have been that. But they, that was not working. And what it's doing, too, Bill, it's starting to get the line not to be so aggressive. And that's uh, how that's working for Kane, getting hot all of a sudden on their passing. And they're sending out multiple receivers. Well, and I'll, I'll, that's right, John, and I'll tell you what, too. Uh, as this game goes on, we're going to see conditioning uh, play a role as well. Okay, Zook with a throw-out pass, and to the right, and on his feet is the receiver, and he's across the 35 into, oh, he's, let's say, down about the 33, let's call it the 33-yard line. And so the uh, 
Kane Wolves. We've got a, a little something going right now. They got receivers open. There's no doubt about that. And uh, and Zook has a pretty decent arm as well. And if he gets a chance to throw, so it'll be a second down now and about seven now from the 37 yard line of the Rovers. As the Wolves move from our right to our left, they've got a slot to the near side, slot to the far side. They've been running that formation quite uh, quite often. To the near side, they've got Brown is out here, and uh, handoff is a, is a counter play, a counter play on the inside. And I couldn't see who that ball carry was. He got buried pretty quickly there. And so the ball looks like it's going to be pretty much in the same place. He might have got one out of that. So we'll see. We're going to mark it at the 32-yard line, I do believe. So we got a third down and seven from the 32 for the uh, for the Wolves. They've got a slot again to the far side. Single split to the near side. Ball's resting just about in the middle of the field. As the Wolves make it, take it from our right to our left. Nice crowd here today and a beautiful stadium for football. I look for two quick passes here, Bill. I think that's the name of the game for the Wolves right now. And uh, Zook is back to pass again, rolling to his right. Quick pass out, and but good defense that time. Quelo was right on top of that. Couldn't have been played any better by Quelo that time. Is he playing the quarterback position out there on the far side? That's going to bring up a fourth down now, and uh, let's call it and six, six or seven, a long six at the very least for the Kane uh, Wolves. They've seen fourth, fourth down a lot today in this first half. Okay, so we've got a wide slot to the right, one split to the near side. Fourth down, got to do it now. And here's the pass. It's blocked. Knocked down. Knocked down. That ball's knocked down at the line of scrimmage, and that is Andrew Brubaker. He is a senior, 6'2", and 175. And so the Rovers will take over at the their own 32-yard line. With, uh, we've got four or five remaining here in the uh, first half. So you folks hang around for halftime uh, as uh, John sings the Rovers uh, uh, song, and uh, you all like you all like that, I'm sure. So <laughs> get your popcorn uh, ready. People sing the uh, Rover alma mater at halftime, uh, so you, yeah, you, you don't you don't have to sing along. You go ahead and get your uh, get your soy milk or almond milk or whatever it is you get, and uh, you know your your salad, and uh, be. You know, I, I know be the first note. I know the first note. That's about it. <laughs> Doe. Okay. All right. We, we're we going to keep it here. We do have a timeout on the field. Just to remind you of this timeout uh, coffee break brought to you by Sunrise Coffee in Brockway, featuring gourmet coffee and local art in downtown Brockway. And, uh, you know, the last thing that I'm thinking about right now is coffee. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is cooler up here in the press box and it is down there, I'll guarantee you. But it's still, it's still a little bit warm. But, uh, it won't be long, folks. Uh, we live in uh, North Central PA. It won't be long, and uh, we'll have to bundle up a little bit. Okay, we're about ready to get action started once again at the 4.05 mark. The score is 13-0 in favor of the Rovers over the Cane Wolves. Rovers now going to move from our left to our right. Ball's resting on their own 32-yard line with a first down and 10. And, and, the, and the Rovers have been able to move the ball, but they just haven't been able to maintain the drive and score mm-hmm. until recently. You're right, <laughs> you know, Bill. When, when Quayle ran it in. Okay, slot to the far side. Ball's right in the middle of the, side, middle of the field as Fox will roll left and look downfield, and uh, it will go to nobody out there, so that'll bring up a second down now from the same place, the 32-yard line. 
That'll be a second down. Uh, next week, folks, as most of you know, they'll be listening. The Rovers will be taking on the Dubois Beavers in Brockway, and I believe that that will be a packed house, John. I would imagine so, based on the uh, the last couple of years as far as the attendance. Well, Caleb Dockerty is in. He's uh, split to the near side this time. Uh, he is a freshman as well. So we have a good, good, uh, a couple of good-looking freshmen as Quello will get off the left side. And I'll tell you what, uh, he'll uh, you know, take it out past the, across the 35 to about the 33-yard line. And uh, But they've got some nice freshmen that uh, are really, I think, as you look down the road, it's a good sign for the program here at, uh, at uh, Brockway. Okay, so 11 is still in. As I said, that is Caleb Doherty. He is six feet tall, 190. That's a big freshman. Slot to the far side, wing again to the near side. Ball out in the middle of the field still. And look out, here comes Coelho again. He'll cut it back this time. He had the honor out here. So I, I think that time that was an ill-advised cutback because he had uh, three or four wolves waiting for him on that cutback. So sometimes uh, we don't always make the right decision uh, if we're running the ball because it's a split-second sec- split decision that one must make. And that time, uh, he probably wouldn't better serve by taking it outside. Okay, so that brings up a fourth down for the Rovers now. It's a fourth down. They're in punting formation. Because they have a fourth and six from their own 38. So they're going to kick it away. And so that hasn't uh, happened. But, uh, you know, it hasn't happened much. In fact, this is the first punt they've had, I think, tonight. Isn't it, John? I think it is. This is the first. Yeah, you're right. Say that this afternoon. Okay, high, high kick. High kick. It's going to bounce. Around the 37-yard line, and it will be put down at the 29. So it'll be the 29-yard line. The Bulls will have it there with their first down with uh, 231 remaining here in the first half. And it seems like a long first half. I mean, it really does. Uh, maybe it's just that. Maybe it's just that I'm just old. You know, I mean, it could it could be that too. But, but I got you by year, Bill. What's that? I got you by you year. You had me by year? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't, I didn't think you were that old. Uh, I just want you to feel better. <laughs> I, okay. I appreciate it. Okay. It's not working. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the Wolves will have it. A slot far side and near side ball resting their side half. Wolves moving from our right to our left. Zip calling the signals for the, uh, for the Wolves. And he's got it right now looking to pass from this 20-yard line. Long pass downfield. Anybody's ball out there as it goes to nobody. Boy, on the defensive coverage for the Rockway Rovers, this time they only sent three guys on the line of scrimmage. They dropped back in a 3-3 uh, three, three from the four. I guess you say 4-4-3. Four, four, or no, the we, four. We, we can three. say that. No, 3-4-4 four, four that time. Oh, three up front, yes. Three, uh, yep. And what, not a bad idea I'll, right I'll now. It out yet. <laughs> yeah, not a bad idea right now okay. because of what they're trying to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Trying to hit that short pass and then that time trying to, you know, stretch the field, so. Okay, so second down and ten from the twenty-nine for the uh, for the Wolves. Sidecar to the right of Zook this time. A little blitz going on this time too. Ball carriers out out of bounds at about the thirty-five yard line. So it'll be a third down and about five for the uh, Wolves from the thirty-five yard line. Their own thirty-five. As we're at the two nineteen mark on a stop clock right now. Yeah, and you mentioned, Bill, they, they changed their defense that time to a four-man front, plus showed the blitz on the right side. Plus they blitzed on the right side. That was, I think, uh, Johnny Barrichetti that, that uh, shot a gap on the right side. And unfortunately, he was caught inside on that. Right. You know, <laughs> so they were able to gain a few yards. 
Okay, so third down and five. Uh, Zook back with a handoff off the left side. There's a little running room over there, and he will cross the 40. So that will be a star trucking first down for the Wolves as uh, they will get out to the 41-yard line. Kane has a big line. We don't want you to think now, Brockway took control of the line of scrimmage early in this game, Bill, but right now Kane is showing the, their ability to move some bodies around and get a get some yardage here. Okay, we have another timeout call on the field, so we will take a 30-second timeout, and we'll be back with more. Our score 13-0 in favor of the Rovers. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Verichetti Holdings LP, which includes Phoenix Centered Metals, Superior Energy Resources, and Guardian Healthcare, is proud to support our hometown Brockway Rovers football team. Phoenix Centered Metals specializes in powder metal technology and manufacturing for the automotive, agricultural, HVAC, and medical markets and more. Superior Energy Resources is a leader in providing 24-7 on-site support to the oil and gas industry across the East Central U.S. Guardian Healthcare offers skilled nursing and rehabilitation services throughout the state, including Highland View Healthcare here in Brockway. On the field or in the workplace, excellence, teamwork, and responsibility make the difference. Go Rovers! The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Yeah, we are back with uh, just 2.13 remaining here in the first half. Rovers lead at 13-0 over the Kane Wolves. Our situation is this. The Wolves have it first down and 10 from their own 41-yard line. They are moving from our right to our left. Their formation right now is a slot to the far side and to the near side. Zook is the quarterback and looks like a passing formation. Got one sidecar there. He's back to pass. Looking to throw it out there. Got that open at the uh, 50-yard line. The catch is made. And that's another star hooking first down. That's Chamberlain that makes the catch, number 12. And that will be a first down for the Canes. And they've got two in this drive, which they have not done yet tonight or today, this oh, afternoon. Man. What a play by Zookville, huh? Stayed in there as long as he could, got crushed, able to get a completion there. And I think that was Barachetti that went in there and crushed him. Actually, it was uh, Weary. Oh, Weary, yeah. 55. Yeah, he's yeah. a junior, 6'2", 235, so he's not a little dude at all. Okay, so first down and 10 from the uh, 42 of uh, Brockway are the Kane Wolves. And back to pass again is a quick throw out pass to the near side. And he'll get, Anderson will get a couple yards out of it. He'll be dropped there at the 45-yard line of the Rovers. And it'll bring up a second down and eight as we're down to 124 on a running clock. And uh, the Kane Wolves would sure like to get something on the board at this point to go in the locker room with a little bit of, uh, you know, the zip. Yes, a little uh, mojo, if you will. Trips to the near side this time. Ball resting near side hash. One split to the far side. As Zook is back to pass, rolling to the near side. Pass long downfield, but it's going to pass by everybody and uh, lands just helplessly on the field. And that will bring up a third down and 10 now from the uh, 45-yard line. We are down to one minute and two seconds remaining. Listen to our halftime report. Uh, is coming up, and we will uh, catch you up on all that has happened here in the first half. And if we can't think of anything, we'll, you know, we'll sing. Okay. Slot to the far side and the near side. Ball is on the near side hash. As the Wolves will go from our right to our left. One sidecar for Zook on the near side. And uh, Zook will run again, and he will go down again with a 
very short gain of one or maybe two at the most. It looks like one. And that's going to bring up a fourth down, and they'll have a fourth down. And where the ball is placed, they'll have a fourth down and about uh, seven and a half to eight yards to go. And we have a another timeout on the field. So we're going to take a 30-second timeout once again. And we'll be back right after this message. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Hi, it's Mike from Delulo Transport in Dubois. We have immediate openings for local package delivery drivers for our FedEx division. These are non-CDL driving positions. Applicants must be 21 years old, able to lift 100 pounds, have a professional appearance, and must pass a drug test. Delulo Transport is big enough to deliver, but small enough to care. To apply or find out more, stop by our office at 349 Dubois Street or give us a call at 814-503-4131. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. Bill Edwards along with John Allen today, and uh, we are at a very warm Kane Stadium today. Brand new stadium, first game on this field, first legitimate game on this field, and it is a beautiful field, as we said. Lots of folks here to see this game on a Saturday afternoon, which is a little strange for us which uh, enhances the uh, the old heat factor. And, of course, uh, the new turf is going to, you know, make it a 10 or 15 degrees warmer down there. And so being hydrated is a big thing in a game like this. Uh, best conditioned team sometimes wins a game like this. So, okay, fourth down, and uh, Kane is going to go for it from uh, the 44-yard line of the Rovers. They have a slot right and left. Quarterback has one running back on his left side. And let's see what they are going to do with uh, – just about 54 seconds remaining here in this first half. And I think we have uh, another timeout, but we're going to just kind of leave it here for a moment. I remind you again that this timeout, a coffee break, if you want to call it that, is brought to you by Sunrise Coffee in Brockway, featuring gourmet coffee and local art in downtown Brockway. So, so, what, is, uh, so what is gourmet coffee, John? Is that what you drink? Gourmet coffee uh, is just a little bit more uh, stuff added to it. Like uh, I've never had it. Is it is it coffee on steroids? Is that what you're telling no, me? No, no, no. You wouldn't want that. Okay. Uh, you just want that little petite coffee, I guess. Okay, so it's just for petite people. No, I would drink it. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm certainly not petite. Not that I've noticed. <laughs> Okay, but it's, we, it's gourmet. Oh, gourmet! Yeah, gourmet. yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. And uh, we were appreciative of to Sunrise Coffee for sponsoring our times out uh, today. And for and I think is that a brand new sponsor, Sunrise? Yes, it is. Yes, so we'll we welcome are, them aboard. I will have to go over there and have some coffee. Although I'm not a coffee drinker, but I sounds good. I think I can handle it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It sounds like a really good coffee place. Yeah. Okay. But Sarchik is back now as Orbis getting ready to punt from the uh, Rover 44-yard line. Punter will hit it at about the 47-yard uh, line. And it is low again and uh, heading for the sideline. But, no, it come, comes back in, and it's going to fall. That's going to turn out to be a great punt. It's going to fall dead at six inches from the goal line. Wow. <laughs> so the Rovers will have it. The Rovers will have it at the six-inch line. And uh, there's about, what, if I read that correctly, about 48, 43 seconds left in the first half, somewhere around there. And uh, so let's see what the Rovers will do. I'm, I'm not, if, uh, if the Kane Wolves have all of their time out spent, then a good thing to do is just take a knee, you know. <laughs> just take a knee a couple times and be done with it. So let's see what, uh, let's see what happens. 
but I, I don't think uh, the wolves yeah, may not have yeah. may not have one left. I'm not I'm not sure. I didn't keep track of that. If they do, they only have one. And so the best thing to do is just uh, the rover's still in shotgun formation, which probably is. Uh, but they're going to throw the ball out of the end zone, and it's tipped off by the Sarchik and almost grabbed by a defender from Kane who could have just walked into the end zone. So I'm not sure about that one because it stops the clock also uh, with the uh, coach. <laughs> help me, Coach Bill. <laughs> yeah, help me, Coach Bill. Uh, anyway, so I, I, I guess they were hoping to catch some sleeping. If Vasarczyk had uh, caught the ball and was not tackled, he'd have gone a long way for a touchdown. But anyway, kind of dangerous. But anyway, you know. Uh, I guess now you throw a slant. Maybe, maybe oh, there's a flag on the play. What, too much time? So uh, what else is going? There's another flag. If that's against uh, Brockway, they would move it. They would move it one inch. <laughs> but it's against uh, the, the Wolves, so they move it out to the six-yard line. And so the Wolves have their, I think, their second penalty of the game, or third. Yeah, that's right. There was one on the coaching staff. Yeah, I missed that one. Okay, so now let's see what Brockway does with a second down and five from their own six-yard line, and it looks like 39 seconds remaining. And the snap better be good when you're down here. And there's Quelo off the uh, left side, cuts back, and he's got some running room, and will bring it all the way out to the uh, 20-yard line. So out to the 20-yard line, and uh, may have been a late fumble on the play, but he might have been down. I think they're marking him down. Uh, so... Yep, they're marked him down, and that is a star trucking first down for the uh, Rovers. The time is stopped at 22, and now it's at, or I'm sorry, 29, it's now at 25, so the clock is running. And so let's see what we have. Are we going to get a timeout or, or not? I think it's an official timeout. Quelo is sitting on the ground out there, and uh, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, this is uh, if this is an injury to Quayle, this could be a very huge thing. Oh, it's cramp. Okay, so it's it started to happen, <laughs> you know, mm. and those things can be terrible when you get one, you know. And uh, so we have a injury on the field, a cramp, and so we're going to take a break for thirty seconds, and we'll be back in thirty seconds. You're listening to Sunny One Hundred Six, your home for over football. Configuring the Bluetooth, deciding who controls the music, remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we are we are back, and Quello is up and uh, just walking gingerly off to the sideline. Sometimes when these uh, when these cramps start, John, they just keep repeating themselves, and you see the same player over and over with the same problem. We hope that won't happen to uh, to Quello, but he's been a pretty tough uh, pretty tough cookie, as they say. Last year he was not injured, and of course the last part of the season, middle part to the end. Gained a lot of yards with a lot of carries, 283 carries, whatever he had. So a very durable back. But uh, a simple thing like that can uh, can certainly hurt you. Okay, it is uh, third down and five. We're down to 16 seconds. Probably last play. 
Back to pass is Fox, throws it out there to the far side to Brubaker, and uh, he's got some running room, but goes out of bounds. And uh, I think we're down to like seven seconds on the clock, but that is a star trucking first down for for the uh, Rovers. And uh, so let's see what that uh, call is going to be. Is it against Kane or is it against the Rovers? Let's see. We don't know right now. It was a 17-yard pickup. It was a nice pickup on the play. And uh, sometimes, you know, you're one or two people away from maybe taking the against the Rovers. So this is, what, number six here in the first half? Eight. Eight? Really? Eight? Oh, oh, oh boy. Okay. Well, I think there definitely would be some paint peeling off the wall at halftime. But, uh, again, to be fair, to be fair, this First game jitters, young players. You're gonna you're gonna see stuff like this, you know. They'll get better at that. Okay, first down and uh, five from 21. Fox is gonna try to pass the ball and uh, he's gonna run it instead and will go out of bounds. And uh, that is the clock is down to zero, but there was a flag on the play. So let's see if what. Uh, Okay, that is the end of the first half. The Brockway Rovers with with 13, the uh, Kane Wolves with zero, and we'll be back with a halftime show after these messages. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. When you need a tux or just a suit, formal wear, for a wedding, prom, homecoming, and semi-formal dance, any important occasion, look your best with the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop, including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress, all the accessories like shoes and shirts, suspenders, dry cleaning and alterations too. For tux fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop, West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. Joe'sTuckShop.com. Go, go Rovers. Rovers. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway are your water specialists for bottled water treatment and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Keywater Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rover. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro & Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare. To energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between. Clyde Ferraro & Company treat you like a partner. Offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Brockway football. Clyde Ferraro & Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC-CPA. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Well, John, the first half of the first game of the 2023 season is in the books. And I do want to mention, before we get too far here in the halftime, our uh, our sponsors. I want to thank them, uh, Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, U Water Service, Ferrero, Buck and Ferrero, 
Joe's Tuck Shop, Star's Trailer Sales, Freemer Lumber and Molding, Yardworks, Last Town Pizza, Delillo Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Barrachetta Holdings, Barrachetta Holdings LP, and Creekside Auto and Tire. And, of course, we have some uh, special sponsors, too. Uh, NDL Accounting Services uh, sponsoring our coin toss. Now, we didn't get the to cover that because we were having trouble getting on the air, so I apologize for that. But uh, then we have Star Trucking uh, for all of our first downs, and then we have Sunrise Coffee uh, for our time out. Rogo's Auto Sales for halftime, so they're sponsoring our halftime, so thank you to Rogo, Rogo's uh, Auto Sales. Uh, Brockway Appliance, uh, sack of the game. Uh, I think that was something you brought your luncheon, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Fran Morelli Sales and Service, play of the game. Inzana, Melillo, and uh, LLP Attorneys, play of the game. And uh, Spitzer, Dubois, and uh, St. Mary's, player of the game. So those are our sponsors. We'll uh, give them to you again at the uh, end of the game. So, John, your your assessment. You, well, you have some stats there, too, if you want to give us some uh, some stats. Uh, we know they're not official. Okay. No, we under, we these understand are just that. jotting down stuff. These, okay. So we're going to – I don't know who's sponsoring the jotting down stuff, but we, we need to get a sponsor for the jotting down stuff. So okay. <laughs> if you happen to be listening and you want to sponsor the jotting down stuff, then – you can do it. We huh? can do it. Okay. 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 Go ahead, John. This is brought to you by our service member, and I thank you for your service, Professor Bill Edwards. <laughs> and we, well, let's do that okay. uh, as our sponsor for All right. this week. Okay. Well, we talked about the penalties a lot that definitely will be talked about at halftime with Coach Bill or Jake Heigl, uh, the Brockway Rovers head coach to his team. Brockway with uh, eight penalties, Kane with three penalties. He got that one right. Um, also, just uh, adding up some numbers for you that Quelo uh, with 81 yards rushing here in the first half, and uh, Braden Fox 93 yards passing. So if you look at those numbers and you look at the scoreboard being 13 to nothing, you know, and a lot of the other guys really pitched in as far as key yardage. I didn't have their single numbers down, but they were key plays. And you got to talk about the defense, Bill. The offense had numerous opportunities, numerous occasions. They were given the ball with great field position, but did not take opportunities without making mistakes and get it, getting the opportunity to put it in the end zone when they needed uh, that just simple one little play. But here's where here's where that happened. We talked about the penalties, and the penalties you know kept them from making this game you know more. Out, you know, more reachable to put it, you know, extend that score somewhat. Kane, you have to give Kane a lot of credit because they just kept plugging away. Even though it was being dominated by the Brockway Rovers on defense, the line of scrimmage, Kane has some big guys up front. And one of their big players is, uh, I can't, if I get his name right real quick here, is, uh, of course, I got to look at the right side here, Cameron Severance. Now, he's a junior, but we don't get their weight or anything. But uh, he's a big boy out there in that line of scrimmage, and he does does extremely well. And then there's another one, uh, 75, was we, uh, John Lorenzo. They're doing really well, and they picked up the momentum, and they went on a couple of neat, decent drives, but they fell up short because of the Brockway defense thing and got stingy after that. But it, it sets the score at 13 to nothing, and overall – if you look at Brockway, they were able to change some schemes after Kane got a little bit of momentum. So you got to look at both ways. Brockway's fortunate to be up 13 to nothing. Kane 
still in this game some way, somehow, they have to find a way to get a break here and there. Yeah, I mean, when you, if you, I didn't count them, but uh, there were numerous occasions where Brockway missed on touchdown passes, uh, just plain overthrows or thrown too far to the sideline, you know, something like that. So those are timing issues too, you know, and it's early in the season. Those things are going to come and get better, you know, for, for, for Brockway. So I, I looked at them at the beginning of the season. I'm looking at, okay, they, they're going to be able, they've got Pasarczyk, they've got Quayle, they've got two fast kids that can run the ball, but they can also throw the ball. But one problem they have is they have the quarterback now has to adjust to new receivers. He does not have Hannah anymore. He does not have, of course, Carlson was the, the big receiver for them last year. So those two guys are gone. And having played the quarterback position, that, that's a big difference for a quarterback. I mean, when you're used to throwing to certain kids with their speed, you know what they're going to do. You know, you know what they're going to do. And then you've got kids that you're not used to throwing to. And so you see some of that happening today. So the timing issue is not quite there yet. But it will come. You know, it's going to, it's going to come. They've got the tools. And you've got some young kids that, that have to adjust to the varsity program also. We know that uh, uh, Maddox uh, is in there. He's a freshman. And he's a big kid. And he's got speed. Uh, Doherty is another one who's a big kid. He's got speed as well. So they came up from an undefeated junior high season last year, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they are adjusting uh, to playing against a little different kind of competition, kids that are their size, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes bigger. Uh, we also have Stewart. You know, we had Seth Stewart last year, big kid, a tough kid in line. Well, we have his brother, you know, this year, and uh, Reese Stewart, and he's uh, 5'11 and 200 pounds. So he's still growing, probably as well. But uh, but you're right, Kane. Pretty good size line, both offensively and defensively. The big kid, of course, for uh, for the Rovers is Reese Yonner. Reese Yonner is uh, listed at six four, two eighty. You know that's that's college size. I mean, let's face it. So uh, now, if you have several of those, if you have several Reese Yonners. Now you've got something when it comes to the running game, you know. Uh, but still, kids are a whole lot bigger today than they used to be. And and, and these kids work. I know they work hard in the weight room. I know that uh, Coelho definitely works hard. Uh, I know that Pasarczyk is not a big kid because he missed last year. Remember, he was working, working hard. ACL tears, there were two of them actually last year. And when it comes to an ACL tear, the Acrusiate ligament, you know, uh, it's oftentimes in space uh, a deceleration injury. So we get kids that are, have powerful thighs and they're fast and they put a foot in the ground to cut. And oftentimes that's when the ACL goes because that knee can't decelerate as fast as it's challenged it to decelerate. So the human body was not made for football. I think we all understand that. Uh, and so uh, it is uh, so important that their conditioning is there and, uh, and so forth. And, and that, that movement patterns and all of that makes a difference. And, uh, you know, I know that when I was working at, with Penn State Dubois and, and uh, sitting on the bench for a basketball game, and one of the girls in a, on the girls' team went to get a loose ball, and her, her, the knee she had forward was bent already, okay? So she reaches for the ball, and her knee goes backwards and tears her ACL. That should not happen. Her knee could not stabilize under the force that was being applied to it. And so this is the kind of injury that we see with the ACL. Now, obviously, if some 200-pounder gives, you know, hits you with a valgus force in your knee, your knee is going to suffer an injury. But... Most of the time, it's a non-contact injury. But nowadays, we can get kids back a lot sooner. It used to be a year 
And now we're seeing kids that are, that are coming back in three months, four months. So the surgery is different. It's getting better. So anyway, uh, I didn't want to get on that long, <laughs> that long but uh, it's, we, we try to be educational here okay. as well. You know, it's, it's not just about football, but the things that surround the game as well. And so uh, thankfully, Pisarczyk is back. He's made an you know, impact on this game already. He probably, had the timing been there, because remember, he's just coming back, had two touchdown passes, if not right. three, mm-hmm. if not three in this first half. And that scoreboard would be a whole lot different than it is right, right now. Yeah. So I think in the second half, and this is my prediction, uh, my name is not Nostradamus, but I'm going to predict that Rockway will be a lot more in sync in the second half. Mm-hmm. I'll be surprised. Let me say this. I'll be surprised if they're not. Now, having said that, next week, Dubois comes in to Brockway, and that is the Crosstown rival, right? right? Now, it's a game that some would say should not be played because you've got a quad, yeah. eight, quad eight team playing a single mm-hmm. eight team, and there's, there's credence in that mm-hmm. viewpoint because you've got a team that, you know, they, they have a lot more kids to draw from, for one thing, and they play tougher competition. So it's, uh, you know, it, it sometimes takes a – it might take a really outstanding uh, Rockway team to defeat a – mediocre Dubois team, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, but a, a team that's not top tier, but maybe in the middle. So uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, I know when you're looking at Dubois, we're going to have a, we're going to somewhat of a quarterback battle because both quarterbacks can throw the ball. Fox can throw the ball. The sophomore from Dubois, T.J. Wingard's son, uh, who's the quarterback, who's got nice size and got a nice arm. And so he can throw the ball. In fact, mm-hmm. last night he threw for four touchdowns in his first game ever, mm-hmm. playing var- starting varsity. Against so, a very good against team. Against <laughs> Carn City. So they won that by a score of 41 to 36. So uh, so the kid has been around football. He's gone to the, uh, the Manning camps, you know, uh, and uh, he's a catcher on the baseball team, so he doesn't wind up and get the ball way out away from his body. He throws from his ear. Mm-hmm. That's important when it comes to being accurate. Mm-hmm. That's very important. So – uh, so he's got a lot of things going for him. Plus, he's going to be big. He's going to be like his dad, like six five or whatever, I think. So, uh, and one thing about them too is they they're going to be using a tight end as well, just like Brockway has been today. And uh, they've got a tight end coach, uh, and uh, you know who that is, <laughs> Paul Butler, who uh, you know was on the Ravens, uh, Raiders, Raiders uh, team. And uh, Paul is a big is a big kid, <laughs> but uh, I think he's been to help them offensively. So this is a good game for for the Rovers to get the nonsense out of the way. Okay, if I could use that term, get the nonsense out of the way, uh, and get that out of your system, the errors out of your system, and be ready, you know, next week to you know, to face a, a, a much better team than they're facing today. Okay. Now, did you get all of your stats in before I rudely interrupted you? Yeah, I mentioned it okay. so much as far as yardage. Well, look at the yardage passing. Uh, we've got Fox, who's thrown in two years, over 5,000 yards, actually 5,175 yards. Uh, and 50, what, 52 touchdowns or some 56 touchdowns? And had, 80, what, 82 yards in the first half or something, right? 93 yards. 93 yards. And then Quelo, uh, 81 yards rushing. Now, so Quelo was on... on Pace. Pace for, you know, that last year he was at 108 yards. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's going to surpass that today, I, I feel. Well, yeah. At some point today, I feel like he's going to break one off. Yeah, he's just a couple Steps. tackles away or yeah. a couple cuts and one cut away yeah. and yeah. one little move. But um, 
we were talking a little bit there, Bill, and uh, of course the coach, everybody we know, coach, and that when you mentioned about Paul helping back, helping Dubois back with his knowledge and that he went through, you know, playing high school, college, and then getting a taste of what the pros are like and everything, and to turn around and take that uh, opportunity and give back to the kids. He had that camp two years in a row, Paul Butler yes, camp. Yes, yes. And then now he's taking it a step further and helping out and coaching. That That is a great story to hear. Yeah, and he's a, he's a super kid. He really is. I mean, it's very low-key, mm-hmm. uh, not cocky a bit about having been where he was. So just a nice young man to talk to. In fact, I, I saw him on Friday in the weight room at the Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does lift a little more than I do. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but, yeah, what benefit that is to have somebody that was in the pro camps, you know, and mm-hmm. to, to be able to be on your staff uh, is a big thing. So uh, I look for them to uh, – now, what we have not seen today from the tight end is any kind of pass pattern. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whether they're saving that for the prom, I don't know. But <laughs> in any event, uh, I, I do okay. like the idea of yeah. the tight end in a pass pattern. And the reason I brought this up, because we talked a little bit about this, but you mentioned a stat for me about tight ends in the uh, – Yes, yes, in Division One. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 50,000 yards of offense. So uh, when you think about that and you think about most of the teams that we have seen over the last couple of years running this spread, none of them using a tight end. None of them. And I think to myself, what? <laughs> you know, uh, because defenses fall asleep on them because they're blocking, they're blocking, they're blocking, mm-hmm. and then they just slip off in a seam. You know, mm-hmm. you're bringing linebackers up, and the seam is open because you've got splits out wide. And uh, and then you get them on out patterns, you know, mm-hmm. in five-yard you know, five outs and things like that. So you see that in the pros all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, we'll see. We'll just right. see how, how the tight end is going to be used. But uh, traditionally, what we have seen is that they have not been used uh, at all. Mm-hmm. But so, and Decker is the one that's been playing tight. He's a freshman, right? But he's a big kid. You know, he really is. Mm-hmm. He's got good hands. He's athletic. So he, he, they probably have the right guy over there. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Well, uh, we have uh, given you time, you folks at home, to have your coffee. And those of you that ran out of the room thinking I actually was going to have John sing the uh, <laughs> the the, uh, the, the Brockway. Uh, fight song uh, uh, then uh, yeah, I was give just, me some I, 80s music i was just kidding i was just kidding <laughs> really i was just kidding so you can all come back uh, get yourself some of that uh, sunrise coffee although uh, maybe it needs to be iced coffee today that might might go better but uh, we're gearing up here for the second half we've got a, a minute 56 or so and so we're going to take it back to the studio for two minutes and uh and let our sponsors talk a little bit so you're listening to sunny 106 your home for rover football Hi, I'm Jenny, the manager over at your Big Deals online store. Did you know that when you shop locally, 83 cents of that dollar stays in town? Local businesses are the lifeblood of our community, and that's why you should shop your Big Deals online store. Dozens of gift certificates to local businesses, all in one convenient place. Shop local from the convenience of your home or smartphone. Visit DuboisBigDeals.com. 
If you love your RV, but it may need some TLC. Get it campsite ready with Stars Trailer Sales. From travel trailers to fifth wheels, Stars has the bays and the RBIA trained service technicians to get your camper back on the road. Including a fully stocked RV parts and accessory store. Satellite services, hitches and wiring, LP gas service and more. Order parts, set an appointment. Check out our trailer inventory at StarsTrailerSales.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-S TrailerSales.com. Route 219 in Brockway. Your full service RV dealership since 1968 community service and school involvement time given to make where we live and learn a better place the attorneys at ferrero crook and ferrero are longtime members of the brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make brockway the community it is they're also big supporters of brockway football recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches players cheerleaders and the band people dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together thank you and good luck ropers from ferrero crook and ferrero a Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. So, where are we going? Brockway. Why are we driving all the way to Brockway? Because it's worth it. Worth it? We're going to Glastown Pizza. Their food is that good. Mamma mia, their Italian specialties are amazing. Plus, their flatbreads, hoagies, specialty burgers, and seafood are out of this world. You know I love mushrooms. Yup. Well, Glastown cuts them up fresh, not canned. Makes my sandwich so much better. Got their menu up on my phone? GlastownPizzaPA.com. It is worth a drive. Let's go. Glastown Pizzeria, 5th Avenue, downtown Brockway. Love at first bite. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. Ready to start the second half. Rovers in the lead by a score of 13 to 0. They will be kicking off and uh, deep there for the Wolves. I can't see the number, but I think it is going to be probably Anderson. It could be Anderson. He wears number two. I'm not sure if that's a two back there or not. Can't see. He's standing sideways to us. And there comes this kick. It's deep. Going to be taken at the 15-yard line. Uh, yeah, that is uh, that is our man. Almost uh, broke that. That is uh, Anderson, Dane Anderson, and he will bring it out to the 40-yard line. So a nice return. And I think we do we have a hanky on the field, John. Yes, we do. Oh boy, way to start the second half, huh? Right on the sidelines here in front of yeah, us. Yeah, right on the sidelines. So. It apparently is against the, the Rovers, and that will be number nine, I think, if we are counting. But who's, who's counting? No. <laughs> <laughs> who's counting? Who's anyway, counting? Anyway, yeah, it may have been a hit late on the sideline. That's the only thing I can think of, uh, or a face guard or something like that. So the Wolves are trying to determine what it is they would like to do as a result of this penalty, which is going to be coming up by one of the people in the stripes down there. We'll find out what it is. Oh, my. That'll, yeah. At 11 minutes and 53 seconds here, <laughs> remaining in the first. What do we have on Sportsman Live? Sideline interference. Oh, did, did we get an ejection? It looked like he gave an ejection to somebody. Uh, the uh, public relations guy said uh, sideline interference, and there was going to be an ejection, it looks like. And uh, so... Who's getting ejected? Is that the uh, – I'm trying to think. Is that the head coach is going to be leaving? Uh, could It could be. No. Uh, no, it's going to be – oh, uh, it's it's, just, it's not the head coach. It's an assistant coach. He's the line coach. I don't know who what his name is. We don't have it. But uh, he is a, a kid who I think played with uh, Jake Heigl at Clarion. 
I think that is their their line coach, and I think he's the one that. Uh, and that reminds me of Jake's uh, first game we did away almost near the New York border when he got tossed out of that game. Duke Center, Otto Elder. <laughs> it was that was both. It was up there. I don't remember the name anymore, but it was out in the wilderness somewhere. Okay, first down and ten from the twenty-five. The Wolves moving from our left to our right, almost picked off there. And let's see uh, who that was. That was uh, number five, and I think he might have tipped the ball. That was Andrew Rebecca. So, and uh, he's a big boy, too, 6'2", 175. So got a lot of big kids. You're making kids bigger anymore. Why don't I have that size? We went on a field, used to go on a field a lot before games. And it seems like they're bigger now than they were before. Oh, they are. There's no doubt about it. It's not because they're eating better either. Uh, second down and 10 from the 25 now for the Cane Wolves. Moving from our left to our right now here at the in the third period. And there's a handoff over the left side and nowhere. So the ball is going to come right back to the same place. It'll be a third down and 10 from the 25-yard line. And that, Andrew, uh, go ahead, Bill. I was going to say that's number four. That's uh, uh, Bacacus, is how you said it? Bacacus? Yes. Okay, Bacacus, and uh, he will get nothing out of that. Third down and uh, 10 to go for the uh, for the Cane Bulls. Andrew Brubaker on that tackle. Andrew Brubaker, Matt and Andrew. He also assisted on that play. I wasn't sure now. Yeah, Andrew Brubaker. <laughs> okay, back to pass to Zook. And uh, has man open at the 30, makes the catch, and is dropped right at the... Looks like the 34-yard line is going to bring up, though, a fourth down. It'll be a fourth down and short. I wouldn't be surprised, Bill, if they go for it. Well, you know, they're only maybe a foot or two away from the first down marker, but I think they're going to go ahead and punt this ball away. And uh, it looks like Rockway will have uh, – Another short field to work with here. Let's see what they I mean, do on their first offensive series. I mean, I would just half. I would just run the quarterback from this run right up and go. I mean, that's how you do it. Well, yeah, I I, I agree. I would. Okay, here comes the punt, and Rube, or I'm sorry, uh, the Sarchik is back there. The ball's going to bounce around at the forty, across the four, inside the forty, to about the thirty-seven. Somewhere around the 37-yard line. So let's see what happens, see if there's been a change uh, by virtue of the uh, paint stripping in the locker room at halftime. Uh, and uh, so Brockville will have their first offensive series of the second half. They lead it, though, by a score of 13-0, to zero, but there's not been a whole lot happening. Okay, but this is a good uh, – We've learned those kind of plays in state playoff games. Can you you get one possession like this, and it can change the whole game. Oh yes, oh yes. Okay, Quello still back there with Fox, who's on Fox's right side, ball far side. Hashmark Quello has it, and looking to get outside, but runs into everybody over there. Ball's on the ground, but uh, he was down, so the ball is going to be going to lose some ground on that. John back to the thirty-five yard line. So they're going to be back behind the sticks once again. So there was one man that uh, made initial contact, and he got a whole lot of company after that. And uh, so Coelho didn't have a chance. And the ball is on the near side hash again. It's at the 36-yard line. So second down and 12 from the 36. Rovers moving from our right to our left here in this third period. On what appears to be a long game today. I just uh, I, Maybe I just feel that way. Slot to the far side. 
Fox back to pass. Quick throw, a pass to the far side to Sarchik, and uh, he's getting some blocks out there. Missed, first man misses, and he'll go out of bounds over there, short of the 50-yard line, about the 46-yard line, I would say. Clock stopped with uh, what we have 9:27 remaining here in the uh, in the third period. So uh, it'll bring up about uh, third down and one now for the Rovers. Third down and one. And I see one difference this year too. You see a, a placard going up on the sidelines over there, John. They have uh, some signals on on white boards oh, okay. over there on the sidelines. So they mean nothing to us, but they certainly mean something to them. Okay, Fox with a handoff to the inside, and uh, that looks like a star trucking first down, and that carry is uh, by number 15. That's the first carry I think we've had, we've seen from him. Uh, Colton Ross, he's a junior, 5'9", 160. So he seems to uh, be one that they're going to get some time out also this year. Uh, she is uh, spelling, probably spelling, uh, well, no, Quelo's still out there, I believe, but they he is out there. No, he's not. So it looks like Ross is kind of filling in. Well, no, Quelo's out there now. Ross is going out as a wide receiver. In the slot to the far side, they have wing to the near side, and we've got a jet motion and a handoff, and that is Basarczyk trying to get across the 50, and he does, and will go out of bounds about the 40-yard line. So he'll be about uh, oh, about four, four yards short of the first down. And so we see that jet motion. Sometimes a handoff, sometimes they won't. They try and get linebackers moving, and the offensive coordinator is watching what linebackers do when you get motion like that, and will direct some plays related to what those linebackers will do. It is, uh, oh, that is first down yards at the, uh, oh, they marked it at the uh, 41-yard line. So another star tracking first down at the 8.54 mark here in the third period. Rover's still ahead 13-0 to as they are driving from our right to our left. There is, a uh, again, the jet motion handoff is going to be given to the jet motion man that time, and that is number nine. That's Isaac Crawford. He is a senior. 6'1", 180 pounds. And so, uh, yeah, even today, running backs are, and wing backs, you know, are getting a lot bigger than they used to be. There was a day when you didn't see 180-pound uh, running backs. You know, they're 135, 140. You know, of course, linemen were 175, 165. Okay, it is a second down and eight from the 42 of the Wolves. Rovers moving right to left, slot to the other side. Here's a rollout pass by Fox, and he got his man at the 35-yard line, and that is going to be Pisarczyk, and he will be out of bounds. You see where they mark it, uh, inside the 30-yard line to about the 25-yard line, so that's another star trucking first down. And one seems to think, John, by seeing the offense, that uh, most of the time they're not going to stop that little that little short pass out there. And uh, Carlson was that way. You could throw him the short pass on a throwout pass, and he'd make yards. And uh, Pisarczyk's kind of the same way. Okay, well, with uh, 8.13 remaining here in the third period, we've got a timeout on the field. We'll take a short timeout. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Verichetti Holdings LP, which includes Phoenix Centered Metals, Superior Energy Resources, and Guardian Healthcare, is proud to support our hometown Brockway Rovers football team. Phoenix Centered Metals specializes in powder metal technology and manufacturing for the automotive, agricultural, HVAC, and medical markets and more. Superior Energy Resources is a leader in providing 24-7 on-site support to the oil and gas industry across the East Central U.S. Guardian Healthcare offers skilled nursing and rehabilitation services throughout the state, including Highland View Healthcare here in Brockway. 
on the field or in the workplace. Excellence, teamwork, and responsibility make a difference. Go Rovers! The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, sorry to say, John and I are still here. You know, we're still back, so uh, I'm sorry, but we're still here. And uh, the score is still the same, 13-0, 8-12 remaining here in the third period. Rovers have the ball, and they are driving right now. Ball near side hash mark. And they've got a wing to the right and left. Double wing formation, looking for the pass downfield. Sarchik is out there. Can he catch it? No. Good pass. Good pass by Fox that time. But uh, Sarchik could not bring it in. And uh, that is probably, John, I think, the third or fourth time where there was a possibility of a touchdown to Pisarczyk. Uh And I'm not exaggerating, I don't believe. And it just, uh, just was just right out of his hands, uh, probably a catchable ball, but just couldn't bring it in. So that'll bring up a second down and 10 now from the 25. You give that about, what, week three or four in the season, that timing will be there. Oh, yeah, sir. That's going to be a whole lot better, and then they'll be a lot more dangerous. Tight slot to the near side this time. Hand off to uh, Quello. He's got running room. Got Yonner uh, out in front of him. And I think he will take it all the way. All and the he way. will. And so from uh, the 25-yard line at 7.59 in the third period, Quello will score to make it 19-0 to in favor of the Rovers. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Reese Yonner's going to work out, too, because he's got to get out in front of Quello. And Quello's pretty speedy. And not too many people want to run into to Yonner out there, and so Quello takes it to the house from the 25-yard line. Extra point uh, coming, and that's going to be Aiden Wilcox. Uh, he's in 10th grade, and uh, he is 5'11", a 220-pound soccer player. Oh, they're going to go for two. Oh, they've got the offense still out there. They're going to go for two. And uh, Quello is to the uh, left side of Fox this time. Of course, the ball is in the center of the field. And one split to the near side. Fox is back to pass, and he's got a man up there, makes the catch, and that is the two-point conversion. And that is Crawford, Isaac Crawford. And so, you know, I'm really glad to see a play like that. A little imaginative and a little trickery there. Glad to see it. Makes it 21-0 to zero now at the 7.59 mark in the third period, and we're going to take a 30-second timeout. We'll be back right after this message. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Whether the Rovers are on offense or defense, when they mold together, they become winners. And when it comes to price, selection, and service, you'll score big at Freemur Lumber and Molding. The winning team for composite decking, siding, roofing, shaw flooring, baseboard casing, and of course, lumber. Freemur Lumber and Molding are proud supporters of Brockway Rover football and would like to encourage you to bring your family to a game, cheer for the team, and show the players your support. Freemur Lumber and Molding, Route 28, top of the hill in Brockway. Let us mold your life. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. Uh, just coming uh, shortly off a touchdown by Quilla from 25 yards out. And uh, he is over the 100-yard mark for the game, I do believe, John. He was at 80. I got 106. 106. Well, that's close to the average he had last year of 108. And so he will, he will get that and exceed it today, I do believe. So uh, 21 to uh, 0, our, our score now, 7.59. Last night, uh, the uh, the Dubois Beavers had a big win over Carn City by a score of 41 to 36, and that was a great game. I mean, it was back and forth. I mean, it, was, it looked like the last guy, team that was going to get the ball was going to win, and that's pretty much what happened. Okay, so uh, we have Aiden Wilcox will kick it off for the uh, for the Rovers. And this is often an opportunity to get some new new blood in the game. So I see a few numbers. I see uh, 
Aiden Patton is in there. He's a, really a quarterback. They got him on this uh, kickoff team right now. And a few other numbers there. Uh, Ware is there. Colin Ware, ninth grader. So a couple ninth graders out there. Okay, kick was down the 10-yard line. It's taken down there. And uh, ball carrier is going to be – loses the ball. And who's on it? Looks like came out of – that might have been good for the for the King Wolves because they uh, the ball got fe- uh, fumbled forward. It the ball would have been probably placed at about the 25-yard line. I was being placed at the 30. So uh, that fumble picked up a net gain of five yards on that uh, on that kickoff. So the Wolves will have it as they continue. As you know, third period, they're moving from left to right. They will have first down and 10 from the 30-yard line. And a beautiful field, as we mentioned here. Oh, Paul, just a beautiful yeah, field, yes. Paul yes. R. Miller Stadium, yeah. Kane, Pennsylvania. We know we're in Pennsylvania, but it has that ring to it when you always say Kane, Pennsylvania. Yeah, and, and we we are in Kane, the icebox of Pennsylvania, and uh, they did have removed a little snow from the field before the game, but uh, that was no problem for them. They're used to doing that. <laughs> After all, it's August. I mean, it's time for snow up here, isn't it? Okay, Don't, first down. No comment. <laughs> first down, it's said. Okay, here we go. Slot right and left. Sidecar to the right for, and uh, handoff there. And... Uh, one tackle was broken on that uh, on that run. Well, that is we got the, a leg cramp the, out here. The cactus, and I think we have another. You're right. I think we have another leg cramp. Hopefully, that is the least of what it is. We never like to see anybody injured, and yes, it is. So uh, I haven't seen anybody. Well, I think maybe we saw one can player that had that issue. I'm not sure, but we. Uh, I heard that place in the game. You're going to see this. He's got it on both legs, which is not is not fun by any stretch. And so more water being brought on the field. And uh, now when the, when the games, one thing they have done in yeah. recent history is when it is warm in a game, the officials have the, uh, you know, the wherewithal to stop the game and make sure there's water brought out when they feel it's necessary to do so. And so they need plenty of water today, especially on a field like, uh, you know, like this one. And by the way, if you're if you're wondering with these new fields, uh, with the turf fields, uh, you're talking in the area of over three hundred thousand dollars for these fields, and so it's not uh, it's a big investment, you know. And uh, but but the field here for so long had been so bad, and uh, when I was coaching at Rockley, we played up here, and oh, it was terrible, you know, long grass and it was sticky mud and all that, you know. But now, it is uh, it is built for speed. Mm-hmm. And uh, built for clean uniforms, also. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at probably two million for this here for artificial turf. Well, I know they replaced the one at Brockway, and it was just over. It was I don't know, maybe someone back in Brockway can correct me, but I thought somebody had told me it was three hundred million just for the field itself. You know, mm-hmm. not counting other things that right. you know they've had to put a new press box in also, and they did the mm-hmm. parking lot, and they added. Yeah, all kinds. It's just a beautiful. I mean, we don't go anywhere that has a a facility better than they have in Brockley. Mm -hmm. For the size of the town, it's just spectacular. Okay, here we go. Second down and seven from 33 for the Cane Wolves. And there's a handoff once again off the left side. They seem to like that left side for some reason. And that's Bacacus again. And that uh, will bring the uh, ball out to. Oh, somewhere around the 34, 36 yard line, I believe, about 36 yard line. It's going to bring up a third down and about four for the uh, Cane Wolves. And they have, have difficulty too sustaining drives here today. They've, they've had their difficulty there. They've had to, I think, throw the ball more than I'd like to in the first half. And they may have to get back to that as well here in the second half. Okay, let's see what they do with the third down and uh, three from their own 37, long three from the 37. Hand off again off that left side. Nothing there. Nothing. And the same call and uh, 
the uh, McCackens again, and he's brought down, and that is Quaglione who makes that tackle. Uh, he's the he's the one that uh, covered a fumble here right. in the first half, right? Yes, he did. He's having a nice game today. He got a sack, too, I believe, right? Right, right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's, he's playing a nice game in there. And uh, he is uh, a junior, so he'll be back, 5'10", 225. Oh, punting formation now, and standing back uh, just outside his 40-yard line is uh, Kasarczyk. And there's a kick. It's low, and it's going toward the left sideline, and will go out of bounds over there at about the 35 35. We're going to mark it at the 35-yard line. So the Rovers will take over in their second offensive series. They've scored on their first one, and so they've got a second offensive series here from their own 35-yard line. We're at 6.08 here in the third period, and uh, we're glad that you are with us. Uh, glad that you can sit in your easy chair drinking that iced coffee from Sunrise Coffee. Or uh, if you're like me, it'll be a nice tall glass of uh Almond milk, a little ice in it, a little vanilla, and uh, yeah, that's the way I that's the way yeah. I roll, John. That's the way I roll. I, yeah. you know, Plus a stop at Sunrise Coffee. Huh? Yeah, on the way home, sure. Yeah, get coffee for you. And right. Throw some ice in. Okay, first and ten. Fox back to pass, looking downfield. Got a man oh. wide open. That's Masarczyk. Makes the catch at the forty, and they're not going to catch him. And so all the way from the. 35-yard line pass play from Fox to Pasarczyk, and uh, that was missed so many times in the first half, but they clicked on that one. And uh, if I'm Pasarczyk, I don't do that jump in the air uh, celebration in the end zone because that's how he tore his ACL the last time. <laughs> so, and he did it again on the sideline. He jumped up again on the sideline to bump chest with somebody. So if I'm the coach, I say, would you please stay on your feet? Stay on your feet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So our score, 27 to 0. That was at 558 mark in the third period as uh, Aiden Wilcox is back now to uh, kick the extra point. And we'll see if we can tack this on. Ball's down. It is up. And it does look good. And it is good. So at 558 remaining in the third period. The score is 28 for Brockway and 0 for Kane. And we'll be back in 30 seconds with the Brockway kickoff. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Fall in Western Pennsylvania can only mean one thing, high school football. Yardworks of Brockway is pleased to be a part of the tradition associated with this time of year, and that football tradition includes Brockway Rover football. Yardworks would also like to thank the coaches and the players for their hard work and dedication. Fall is here, so now's the time to start planning for fall cleanup. Call Yardworks, the number one landscape company in the area. They offer a full range of services to serve both residential and the business community. Call them today at 594-6421. One contractor number PA006025. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. Bill Edwards along with John Allen today, who is helping us out today. I had to bring him out of retirement. And so he's fresh out of retirement. And, I'm having uh, a blast. Uh, oh, I hope so. I want to say hello to Travis too. And uh, I know we're looking forward to having him back next week. Uh, he'll be no, he won't be back next week. Uh, okay. Jared, Jared Herbert will be with me next week. Okay, uh, former coach at Broadway, with me, and uh, engineering graduate from Penn State. Was, That's uh, right. I remember Jared did it. Was, was uh, a head head coach up in uh, oh Bucktail. Bucktail. So he's the head coach at Bucktail. Here's a fumble on the kickoff return. Ball goes forward and is recovered at the 48 yard line. 
And that is Stewart, Reese Stewart, with the fumble recovery. So his brother Seth will be happy. And we uh, do have somebody down with cramps on the field. I think that is the ball carrier. I think that is uh, uh, Anderson. Uh, and so uh, the fumble is uh, the second one recovered of the game for the Brock Ray Rovers, and they will have it back at the 48-yard line. So they have it set up again to uh, get their offense in gear. And it, it really looks like, you know, right now, of course, both, both teams are suffering on the, uh, you know, the effects of the warm field. But, but I think I'm seeing that starting to happen where players look like, especially from, from Kane, it looks like the energy seems to be draining a little bit uh, out of them. And uh, can't blame them for that, I'll tell you, <laughs> because uh, it is just really, really warm down there and very humid, not just warm, but humid. And, of course, uh, Pennsylvanians, you know, we know that it gets humid in the summertime. But we're, we're grateful for the four seasons in Pennsylvania. We're grateful for, uh, you know, uh, fall, winter, summer, and road construction. Road construction. Those are the four seasons <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Fall, winter, spring, and road construction. That's that's what we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but it's, it's hard and to believe, should I though. say the, the road construction includes the potholes, right? Of course, of course, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Well, you know what? One thing I've discovered in my old age, it doesn't take long to get from yesterday to today. Takes a while, huh? Have you noticed that? Yeah. It doesn't take long to get from yesterday to today because, mm-hmm. I, you know, feel myself. Hey, yesterday, and now it's not today already. So, anyway, and, uh, of course, we're just coming back. I told you from uh, a visit to Kentucky and the uh, Creation Museum and the, and the Ark, we just made that trip and took my mother-in-law down there. It's on the bucket list. And so the first thing I said to my mother-in-law when she saw the ark, I said, is it as it was when you were on it the first time? <laughs> I used to be her favorite son-in-law, but uh, After that one, I, don't, huh? I, I don't think I'm in that category anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, it was a good trip. and uh, But I had to come back and really get right into it, like right away, you know what I mean? So uh, You went from the ark to the booth. <laughs> Well, we're you know, to you, the booth. Yeah, the first game is always, you know, the one where you haven't done it for a year, you know, or well, not quite a year, but you're you're getting back into it. It's it's uh, not always uh, something you're used to. I don't I don't talk for two hours at a time usually, you know, so it's difficult. Okay, Rockway Rovers first down and ten from their own or from the forty eight yard line of uh, Kane. Aquila picks up the, the the loose ball that was on the ground and makes something out of it as he gets a few yards out of it. Well, not even it's not much actually, maybe a yard. So I think he gained one yard. That would have, would have been a loss had he not picked the ball up and run with it. And so it is uh, second down and uh, about uh, a nine now for the uh, Rovers. We're down to 545 uh, here in the third period. And, again, it seems like a long game to me. I don't know why, but, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, ball's on the near side hash mark for the Rovers. They move, of course, from our right to our left to so get some kind of perspective. We have a slot to the near side, a wing to the far side. So we're doing a lot of wing play today. And we've got uh, motion, jet motion, and uh, hand it off to the motion man, jet motion man. That is uh, number 11. That's Doherty. And uh, still on his feet all the way down there for a star trucking first down, all the way down to the 30, well, it looks like the 33-yard line. But there is a flag on the play. Doherty's got good speed, too, and he's a big, you know, he's a big kid. And uh, he was a freshman also. So I think he's starting to get the reason why the uh, junior high last year was unbeaten. They had these big kids that were fast that were playing on that junior high team. I mean, they were scoring, what, 40 points a game or whatever. I mean, they were you – know. so now they're up at this level, and they're already making their mark up here. So uh, so the future looks good, you know, for the uh, Brockway Rovers. Penley, again, against uh, 
the Rovers, which is number nine. Number nine. Okay. We're just keeping track, you know. Uh, yeah. And uh, ball is resting now at the uh, 44-yard line of the Rovers. That was a, a good carry by Dockery, but it was for not. It came back. And so it's second down now. And uh, let's call it uh, about five and a half to six yards to go. And we have a slot to the far side this time. Ball's in the middle of the field. Handoff. Oh, a double handoff that time. A little reverse action. And uh, it's wide open there. And with that ball is number nine. That's Isaac Crawford. He's a 12th grader. 6'1", 180. And so a little reverse action there in the back for Quelo uh, to, uh, to Isaac Crawford. Very quick handoff. Very dangerous play because that handoff was very close. Very, very close. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, certainly worked, and Crawford picks up the first down. Another star trucking first down, and they're all the way down uh, to about the uh, 20-yard line, just outside the 20 at the 22-yard line, first down and 10. Split to the far side this time. Ball, far side hash mark. Uh, Crawford is over here to the uh, to the near side. He's split wide as well. Quelo is back there with uh, Fox. Fox back to throw. Got a man open out here, and that's Crawford, and he's still on his feet, still on his feet inside the 10-yard line to the 8-yard line, and uh, there is another flag on the play. Now, this could be a hold against the receiver. I'm not sure, but I thought I saw that. I may not have, but I thought I saw a hold against Crawford, Isaac Crawford, who caught that ball. He's a long drink of water, too. He's a tall kid. So they have several kids just like that. They kind of look shaped the same way. You know, they're tall and lanky. And uh, which is perfectly okay as long as they're strong. Okay, let's see what the official comes up with here. And what do we have? Oh, eligible downfield. Oh, so we had a, so we had a lineman. Uh, too bad. Nice play. But it's going to come back. It was for not as well. And the beat goes on. And the beat goes on. So <laughs> uh, that's one stat we didn't plan to keep today, but it became so obvious that it was happening so often. So you want, you know, the coach, Iga, wants the team to stay sharp here, Bill. Oh, obviously, no matter who you play. Okay, first down and 10 now from the 27-yard line. Uh, ball is uh, still well within range uh, for the uh, Bronco Rovers slot uh, to the near side this time, wing to the far side, hand off to Quillo, going right, looking for a, a hole. There isn't much there as he'll make it to the 25-yard line, so he's at the 25. Uh, I see that... Uh, uh, Matthew Brubaker is having a little difficulty with the person playing defense out there on him. He doesn't like being manhandled uh, quite like he has been manhandled. And that is uh, number, let's see who's playing him. If I, yeah, number six. Uh, uh, Hollenbeck is playing uh, playing out there at a, at a uh, defensive back position. So okay. Isaiah Smith came in there with a good stop, and then everybody else came in there for Kane, too. A little uh, meet us at the ball. Okay, second down, 13 to go from the 25-yard line. Rover is moving right to left, slot to the near side. Ball closer to the right hash mark. In motion this side, jet motion. Back to Packers Fox. He's got a man out there, and that's Brubaker. And uh, wide open as he slipped out. Matthew Brubaker with a touchdown from the 25-yard line. Fox to Brubaker at the uh, 3.45 mark here in the third period to make our score 34 now to zero in favor of uh, of Broadway. And the uh, the prognosticators are looking even more correct right now as the uh, Bulls have not been able to do anything offensively. And uh, the, the Rovers uh, struggle a bit in the first half, but the second half they are coming on, which I kind of expected. Okay, here comes the kick. It's uh, 
up and no good that time. Aiden Wilcox just didn't hit it right that time, and so it is no good. So our score remains with 345 remaining in the third period, 34 to 0. And we'll be back with the Brockway kickoff right after this. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Hi, it's Mike from Delulo Transport and Dubois. We have immediate openings for local package delivery drivers for our FedEx division. These are non-CDL driving positions. Applicants must be 21 years old, able to lift 100 pounds, have a professional appearance, and must pass a drug test. Delulo Transport is big enough to deliver, but small enough to care. To apply or find out more, stop by our office at 349 Dubois Street or give us a call at 814-503-4131. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. You know, I was thinking while we were on that commercial that uh, I'm trying to think how long I've been doing this intermittently in my life, and I started doing it uh, back in Everett, Pennsylvania. Uh, oh, what was it? I don't even remember anymore. But anyway, uh, that's when they had the uh, microwave antennas. It was in the 70s. So sometime in the 70s, uh, I, I came back from the Army, I came back from Vietnam in 69, 70, and got out in 71. And uh, so it was sometime in the middle of the 70s I started uh, doing color analysis uh, for a local radio station with a microwave antenna. So that kind of ages me <laughs> because you have to crawl up on the roof, you know, and kind of fix the antenna to pick up the best signal. You know, that's what it was like back in those days. Uh, and then I worked at Bedford for several years there. And so I didn't expect to do it anymore. And as it turned out, you know, I got a phone call and uh, I ended up back in this uh, situation again. Okay, kickoff's in the end zone. And so it'll be first down and 10 for the for the uh, Wolves. And they, if they're going to do anything, they need to get started pretty soon. Uh, but I was in, in talking about starting in, in the 70s, the, the uh, technology has become different. Uh, you might remember the days when for doing games, you would have a console. All the booths were wired for a phone line, mm-hmm. and inside the schools, they had phone lines. So we would just plug our console into the phone line, dial up the radio station, and you're connected. Now we've got the computer, and if you don't have a, a Wi-Fi, if it, something happens to the Wi-Fi, you're done. You know, and so as far along as we come technolog- technologically, we still in many ways, are subject to the airwaves. Right. <laughs> but I don't, at least Is I didn't have to have you climb out on the top of the roof today and yeah. uh, adjust a microwave antenna. Do we have a signal? Do we have a signal? <laughs> yeah. I know. It was, it was yeah. very interesting. And the booths were open. Many were open. There was just old wood booths, and they had no glass or anything in the front. You know, the snow would blow in in the rain, all that kind of thing. So uh, pretty neat stuff, actually. Okay, throw a pass there, and it's going nowhere, actually. Well, it's going somewhere. It's going backwards. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, Chamberlain uh, makes the catch from Hook, but uh, we're going to make our mark for progress at the 19-yard line. So it's going to be a second down and uh, about 10 and a half or so for the, for the Wolves, ball back on their 19-yard line. And, uh, you know, I, I try to let people know what direction people are moving because they can picture it kind of like on the screen in front, like they were watching the TV. So the Wolves are moving left to right, so you can kind of get a picture of that mm-hmm. uh, while you're at, at home drinking your uh, Sunrise coffee. Okay. <laughs> okay, so second and 11 from the 19. Back to back is Zook looking downfield. And uh, one oh. thing had dropped by Chamberlain that time at about the 24 yard line. So I'll bring up a third down. Uh, one thing about Zook, he throws a lot of sidearm. Have you noticed that? So his mechanics. His mechanics are not the best. He might be a might be a baseball guy. My guess would be yes. 
been watching the mechanics. Not exactly the Peyton Manning type uh, mechanics, if you remember him. Do you remember him? Archie Manning. <laughs> well, Archie, I have a ball. No. I have a ball signed by Archie. Is that right? Yeah, no. for ball home. Uh, he sent me a very nice ball uh, when I was uh, when I was in, inducted to the Pennsylvania Sports Hall of Fame. He sent me a ball uh, from one quarterback to another. Congratulations! So I have that ball. That's so, okay, that pass was complete that time, and it's good for a star trucking first down out uh, past. Uh, over the 30-yard line to the 31-yard line. We have a player down out there. Let's see. I don't know if he's uh, – doesn't look like a – it might be a heat-related issue. Let's see. The trainers are out there uh, going to sit him down. Yep, he's got a heat issue in the calf. So uh, now it's interesting that with uh, with these uh, – if we can get a little bit of medical, sports medicine at the, right now for a minute uh, with the uh, – what a cramp, you know, with your muscles, you have muscles in the front and the back. Now, let's think of the thigh and the hamstring, front and back. Uh, if the thigh muscles contract, the hamstring muscles cannot contract at the same time. It's impossible for them to contract at the same time. So when I would treat a thigh uh, cramp, I would just, or a hamstring cramp rather, I would have them engage the thigh muscles, and then the hamstring would have to relax. So that's just another approach that you know uh-huh. you can take to this. Uh, with the, with the calves, they usually just are you know pushing mm-hmm. that foot back into into dorsiflexion out mm-hmm. of plantar flexion, mm-hmm. and uh, essentially you could do the same thing. You could have them do uh, resistance dorsiflexion and you know, take the you know take the pressure off the calf muscle. But anyway, uh, so he's uh, walking gingerly off the field, and that is uh, number number two, and he has been. Kind of the workhouse for them. Dane Anderson, uh, he returns the punts and the kicks and runs out of the backfield, and uh, he does a lot for them. But he's out of the game right now with that uh, heat-related injury. Not surprising. We're at 2:47, by the way, in the uh, third period. Rovers clearly in control, 34 to zero, on a very warm day here in Kane. You don't get to say that too often. Okay, handoff in the backfield, and we got a new back back there. I don't know what his number is. I can't see it from here, but he gets good yards as he'll move out to the 35-yard line. And that uh, will bring up... Looks like Sam a, West on the carry. Bill. Okay, Sam West. Okay, he was, uh, he's was he been sitting there pretty much as a sidecar to the left side of Zook. The ball is on the far side hash mark. And, uh, okay, everybody's checking out the wristband. They're going to have a slot, looks like, to the near side. They do, and a slot to the far side. So they got a double slot formation. Again, still in the shotgun, as most teams are doing these days. Back to passes, Zook, looking downfield. Will he have time? And uh, that ball in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, and that is Bakakis. So he cannot haul it in. Rockway, of course, was right there anyway. Would have made the stop immediately. So now it's a third down and six from the 35-yard line. Things are getting a well, you know, it's a good thing. Things have been a little overcast, which is a good thing because that sun beating down would have been a whole lot warmer here uh, today. See, big number 71, Mike or Michael Pirro is in the game for the Rovers on that defensive line. They're getting some new faces in there, resting some. Well, of that's the, a good thing. With to do. the heat going on, they were getting some fresher legs in. And there's a big pass going downfield, that's, overthrown. Yep, overthrown everybody. So that'll bring up a fourth down. Evan Anderson. Again for the uh, for the wolves, 
We're going to perform down and six from the uh, 35 yard line. We're at 151 here in the uh, third period. In a game like this, you would hope that the one team would score enough points so that you could get into the run the clock deal, you know. The, mm-hmm. the what rule, are you saying, Bill? The rule that they have now. <laughs> I don't know about you, I'm getting hungry. I, yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, Sunrise Coffee has anything to eat or not, but uh, I, don't, I don't see anything here, but. Okay, Basarchik gives back. He's standing in outside his 35-yard line. Punt is going to go out of bounds once again, and it's going to be way down here at about the 45-yard line. I suspect it is right on the 45. So the Rovers will start their offensive series on the 45-yard line. They've got 144 remaining here in the third period to do that. And you will see some uh, – used to say, oh, you see some fresh jerseys, but now with these fields – you, know, you can't tell oftentimes unless they're sweating a lot. So we can see a lot of these guys, they, you know, they've been sweating a lot. We know they've been playing. Okay, first down and 10 for the Rovers from their own 35-yard line. So we'll soon be underway with uh, pro football and college football. Penn State looks like they uh, have a good roster this year. Got a young quarterback. We'll see how he does. Okay, Fox back to pass, looking downfield, and uh, trying to hit his receiver out here, and he does at the 35-yard line. That's a completion. That is a completion. That is uh, number 11, and that is Dockery, another freshman. Uh, that was Aiden Patton in there that threw that pass. Yeah, Patton uh, has come into the game. Uh, he's wearing number 10, and he's tall. He's, he's got kind of the quintessential quarterback body. Has got a pretty smooth throwing motion. Uh, by the way, that's another star trucking first down. Uh, make sure we mention that. Yeah, yeah, Patton uh, is going to be decent. Uh, hand off to Quello, room around the right side, and uh, he is uh, still on his feet down to the 20 yard line, and he has passed his 108. You're right. That's about about 16 yard game. Yeah, per game, per game carry. So. Uh, Quello, another star trucking first down, and you can see that uh, the defense is fading a bit for the uh, for the Kane Wolves. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pat, I'd like to see Pat open up a little bit and throw because, uh, like I said, he's got a pretty good throwing motion. He's a ninth grader, experienced in the junior high, and uh, we have a uh, slot formation again. Patton getting pressured back there, and he's going to be welcome to high school football. <laughs> Mr. Patton, as he gets, uh, he gets sacked. And they're going to mark forward progress at about the 33, 32-yard line. So we're going to mark that 32-yard line. So a loss of uh, uh, quite a bit, <laughs> uh, 15 yards perhaps. He got sandwiched. Yeah, he, yeah they made lunch out of him. Uh, so second down now, and uh, – Oh, it's uh, 21 yards, 21 yards to go uh, from the 32-yard line now. So let's see if he opens up that uh, young arm of his. He's got a little short slot to this side, handoff, uh, inside handoff. And that is a good run inside the – So Ross is uh, in there, and he's been uh, kind of replacing uh, Quayle, giving him a break, and Ross is going to be a decent running back as well. So – Shy of the first down by about uh, two yards, and uh, we've got the end of three. At the end of three, it is 34-0 in favor of the Rovers, and we'll be back 
with a continuation of this game and the beginning of the fourth quarter right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Let's go Rovers! And after the game, let's go to the Rocky Grill. The Rocky Grill in Brockway, serving up delicious food in hometown pride all football season. Open until 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays for your post-game celebration. Try gourmet appetizers, Mediterranean-inspired entrees, or sink your teeth into one of our famous steaks. And don't forget to stop in during the week. Monday and Wednesday, 4 till 9, and Thursday, 11 till 9, to experience the newly remodeled interior and outdoor seating in the Rock Garden. Good luck to both teams. Have fun and play hard. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. I wish they stopped talking about food as they did on that last commercial. Uh, since it's uh, about 10 to 4 here, so we've had a kind of a long game here today. They can talk about food all they want because that's right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, I may have to feed you on the way home. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't well, mind that either. Well, we'll have to feed you on the way home somewhere. So. Uh, okay. We'll see if we can find a, unfortunately, we don't have a Cracker Barrel. That's one of my favorite places, the Cracker Barrel. Of course, it's not what it used to be. You know, it seems like it's declined a little bit. But anyway, uh, we'll we'll stop talking about that right now. Okay, so we got 12 minutes left in this one. 34 to 0 in favor of the Rockway Rovers as Pat is in their hands off. And there's that double handoff with the balls on the ground as recovered by... Is it recovered? Is it recovered by? It looked like it was. It looks like a fumble recovery on the part of the Wolves, and this is what we were talking about. That handoff is too close, and it's just the ball's just kind of been thrown up in the air, and uh, it was close the last time. They almost lost it, uh, but it worked out for a good game. That time it hit the ground. So I would uh, probably want to maybe redesign that play just a little bit. Uh, so the, the uh, Wolves have it. With the first down and 10 from their own 23-yard line as we begin the fourth period. I think what Brockway was questioning there, Bill, whether it was almost like a type of a forward-type pass and that it would be an incomplete pass and it shouldn't go back to where they were. I think that's what the questioning was there. Did he actually, was it a type of a shuffle pass and it fell incomplete or was it a fumble? That's what they were questioning there. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I understand. Uh, and, you know, Coach is going to come out and talk about that right now and see uh, whether that would be classified as incomplete pass uh, since it went forward. But we'll see how what the official should know, should know the rule there. But uh, it looked like a fumble from here, but we'll, you know, we'll leave it's it to worth, them. It's worth checking out. Okay. Remember next week to, uh, you know, to either listen in or get yourself to the home game at uh, Brockway on a beautiful stadium at Brockway, brand new press box last year, new field and all the amenities, uh, new lights, the whole deal, you know, it's a beautiful place. And so we'll be there in a familiar, in a familiar press box. And uh, bring, your, yeah, bring those earbuds. Bring, yeah, bring the earbuds, sure. Bring the, 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 you put in and you press the button. We have the yeah. technology. And, of course, uh, we'll be broadcasting from one corner. Of course, we'll have a Dubois uh Bigfoot will be on the other corner, so there'll be two stations broadcasting. And so you could, uh, you know, you could have your choice, but we would we would desire that you tune into Sunny 106, which is your home for Rover football. Okay? So, uh, so that's the deal. Okay, well, they are ruling that a fumble, as we suspected. And uh, so Kane Wolves will have the ball, a first down and 10 from their own 27-yard line. And there's a handoff right up the middle, and not much going on there as Voltaire's hit almost immediately. 
So this will this will turn into a bit of a JV game before this one's over. Uh, there's some New Jerseys. You can help me spot some New Jerseys on defense, if you will. Okay. Uh, while I'm checking on the offense here, I will mention these kids. Basarchik is still out there. I see that. Uh, for the uh, for the Rovers, we see that number five, uh, Ed Rubaker, is still out there. Uh Quello, I don't think, is out there unless he's playing. Uh, no, I don't think he's out there. No, he would have no reason to be he out there. He had no anymore. reason to be out there. No, they got, I think we have a few new linebackers in there. Uh, so we'll see. There's a pass downfield picked off by Pasarchik at the 45-yard line. He's got a little running room, and he's down at the 40-yard line. We had a block in the back here. And we have another flag on the field. We believe this is going to go against Brockway. Flags on the play. Uh, and uh, I think they're setting a record here. <laughs> this was nasty, though. I'm, there was, uh, I'm not sure that they keep this record. Yeah. But, uh, Coach, if there's ever a time you say there's no reason for that, this was a time yes. for this penalty here. Yes. Yeah. But, again, uh, who did it? Don't know. No, don't know. But we're <laughs> guessing it was probably one of the younger kids in there that All was right. trying to make right. a play. So I get it. This know? is what you say. Just don't say anything and just stay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get it. I mean, you got young players that want to make a play. Mm-hmm. They want to actually hit somebody in a varsity game, and 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 they do it. They don't plan to do it. They don't plan to do it illegally. They just do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have an injury timeout on the field, and so we're going to take a brief one minute timeout, and we'll be back with more. Where our score is thirty four zero here at Kane Brockway Rovers in the lead. And we'll catch up with you in just one minute. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. The Great American Road Trip is on at Spitzer Dubois and St. Mary's. New inventory is here with more arriving daily. We've got hundreds of vehicles and thousands in savings, all to get you on your own summer road trips for less. Plus, every vehicle we sell or lease is backed by the Spitzer Shield, featuring a lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited miles, bumper-to-bumper protection on Spitzer certified vehicles, and a $1,000 price match guarantee. Plus, get more miles of worry-free driving with complimentary first-year scheduled maintenance. It's the peak season for summer vacations and weekend road trips, so grab life by the wheel and hit the road. Hurry in today for our special incentive. You'll find super summer savings on every new and pre-owned vehicle in our inventory at Spitzer Dubois and St. Mary's. You can buy your car anytime with Spitzer Speed Pass at Spitzer.com. At Spitzer, our world revolves around you. Must complete regular maintenance at the manufacturer's specified intervals and documented. Any breakdowns must be completed at a Spitzer location within 40 miles. Warranty affected anywhere in the continental United States of America, Alaska, Hawaii, and Canada. Complimentary maintenance applies to new vehicle purchases. See dealer for complete details. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back after that injury timeout and ready to get going. First down and 10 from the 49. The Rovers will have it after that. Uh, yet another penalty. <laughs> and uh, I lost count. What are we at now? 12. 12. Okay. That's a good round number. Uh, we have 10.58 remaining in this one. Again, our score, 34 to 0. Ball's in the middle of the field. Rovers moving from our left to our right. New quarterback. That's Patton. And the ball's on the ground, and he picks it up, and he's going to be tackled at the uh, 35-yard line. And, again, welcome to varsity football, Mr. Patton. Uh, but Aiden Patton, uh, he will be, when he gets his uh, gets the uh, freshman uh, jitters out of himself, you know, he's going to be fine. He's got to, like I said, I saw him pass the ball at the uh, at the scrimmage, and he's, he's got a good throwing motion, and uh, I think he's going to be fine. He's going to be a big kid. He's just have to – Fill in a little bit, get stronger, you know, but that's going to come. Just a freshman. 
Okay, second down, 18 now from 36. There's a handoff off the right side, and I believe that's Ross probably, number 15, Colton Ross. He's a junior, 5'9", 160. And so they'll uh, they'll have some uh, underclassmen, some juniors coming back for their senior year next year. They'll have some uh, good young talent, be sophomores next yeah. year. And the problem we find today, and I you know I can't conceive of it, but in talking to Coach Jake, a lot of kids that decide that they're not going to play football for a couple of years, and then they come out later, you know, and they've missed all that experience. It shows up. It does show up after a while. Oh, uh, ball's on the ground again, and there's a flag on the play again. So right one more down. <laughs> I think there was movement that time on the offensive line. So we do have uh, some youngsters in on that offensive line, and uh, try and find out who they are, if we can mention them here. Uh, I think uh, – I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name uh, – uh, Number 52. Okay, uh, third down on 22 here oh, now. Michael Kelly. Matt looking to pass. There's a catch and a drop. Oh, that was a nice pass. That was a nice throw. That, that shows you what Patton can do. On a rollout, on the move, he threw a very nice pass, pinpoint pass to uh, Doherty. So it was freshman to freshman. That's something they would have done, you know, in junior high. And uh, now they're doing it, you know, one step above here in the varsity program. But uh, very nice throw, good pattern, run by Doherty, but uh, could not connect. So uh, that will come, too. I'll tell you, that's going to come. And so we have a fourth down. It looks like maybe uh, Doherty is going to do the punting here. So he'll hit the ball somewhere around the 18-yard line. Halo's in the game as an up man on the punting unit as a walker. And um, sometimes you question things, Bill. <laughs> um, you just don't want want your star player to get hurt on any play. Well, yeah, yeah well, it's uh, yeah, Docker. You've got Patton, you've got Doherty, uh, you have uh, number eleven. Oh, let's Docherty. see. Uh, so you've got at least Patton and Doherty, and then you you have Decker. So you've got three really good kids here, good size that are going to be sophomores next year. Here comes a punt. Not a bad punt either, you know. Fair catch? No. Oh, so he's going to let it roll. He didn't touch it. So it's going to be down at about the 20-yard line, and so Kane will have it there. We're down to uh, just about nine minutes and 19 seconds on a stop clock right now. So they've got some young talent. They're going to be good-sized kids you know, that uh, have some skill. They'll be coming back next year and some juniors coming back. So uh, they'll be able to reload a little bit next year. And you always uh, you always pray that kids won't get hurt. Uh, that is, you know, that's just such a worst thing, mm-hmm. especially if they're seniors. You know, I mean, it's bad enough when you're younger, but if you're a senior, oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. That's just awful for that kid. It's hard on parents too. <laughs> I know from experience. <laughs> okay, so first down and ten from the twenty-one yard line. Kane Wolves moving from right to left. Big wide uh, slot formation here to the near side and the far side. There comes a pass, and it's caught right there at the 21-yard line. And that is Chamberlain uh, makes the catch right at the 25-yard line. So it'll be second down and uh, about six for the uh, Kane Wolves as we're down just under nine minutes now. And so it's always uh, it's always a much better ride home when you win. You know, when you're playing away. So I think it'll be a happy trip home for the uh, for the Rovers, but they'll have some homework to do to get ready for next week. Okay, Zook's still in there at uh, 
Quarterback overpass downfield, and he's got a man out there. Makes the catch, and he is going to be tackled down there at about the 31-yard line. Defense was there, but the receiver made the catch. Well, he went for it and got it. He was in double coverage. And that was uh, number 12. I think Chamberlain wasn't it made that catch. So he's been their guy to go to today as far as passing is concerned. And that is a uh, star trucking first down. We haven't had that many to, to say for the uh, for the Kane Wolves today. As we're down to uh, getting close to getting another eight minutes here left in this one. Back to pass. Uh, oh, right through the hands of the intended receiver. There was a little, there was a little heat on that ball. Mm-hmm. You're right, Bill. He said it. He was able to set up clean in the pocket, and he didn't let it fire. Well, they, you know, uh, Coach Jake said that the kid has a strong arm, and I don't know what. Uh, well, he he is. Well, he's 11th grader, so he's not a real big kid, but he is an 11th grader. I don't know how much he played last year, but. Uh, he does have a strong arm. Okay, second down and 10 from the uh, 31-yard line. Kane Wolves moving from our right to our left. Slot both sides this time. One sidecar who will get the handoff. And uh, he's got running room and uh, running room around this side and will be brought down just outside the 15-yard line to about the uh, 16-yard line. Boy, some great blocking on this on the left side of the line of scrimmage for Kane. Cleared out some opening space for Kane running back there that came through. That's Sam West. Sam, the Sam, Wild Wild West. Yes, yeah, Sam, Wild Wild West. Yeah, he's he's not a very tall kid. He looks very sturdy. You know, he's reminiscent of some of the you know some of the running teams that they had up here at Kane. Okay, it is a first down and ten from the twelve yard line. So an opportunity here as West will move up to the south side of the quarterback, and he will be hit somewhere around the 15-yard line. A nice tackle there. And uh, it was a good tackle. It was a hard tackle. I mean, he was hit, really hit, and he's not getting up. Now, I don't know if it's, it's a cramp or what, but uh, that was a pretty hard hit there. So we do have an injury on the field. And... Uh, as I uh, as I was speaking, we'll keep it right here. But uh, next week, Dubois will be moving in to uh, to Brockway. It'll be a big game. We'll be uh, going on air somewhere around seven o'clock, seven o five, somewhere in that area. And uh, the game is to start at seven thirty. This will be the only seven thirty game, I do believe. And then we'll go back to seven o'clock. And uh, and it will be uh, it'll be a tough test for the uh, for the Rovers as the uh, as the Beavers come in to. Uh, to Frank Baraschetti Field next yeah. weekend. It will be a Friday night, so it'll be a little cooler than we have going on here today. I don't know if you can read my writing or not, but there's scores from last night. Okay, scores from last night. Yeah, Central Clarion, 49, Brookville, 27. Cameron, Cameron County, uh, is that 20? Yeah. Is that a two? That's a two. <laughs> Union, uh, Union, 19. Wow, Okay. Dubois 41, Carson City 36. We talked about that. Red Bank Valley, is that a seven? That's a seven, yes. 71 mm-hmm. to seven over Smithville. Yeah, apparently, you get an extra W if you score 70 points. <laughs> oh, wow. Cowdesport 30, Keystone nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Punks at 44, Bradford nothing. Not a surprise there. Uh, Brock, uh, Port Allegheny 40, uh, Ridgeway 0, Clearfield 22, Tyrone 21, uh, Otto Elder 28. 
and uh, Elk County. Elk County, 14. St. Mary's, 14. Uh, and who is that? <laughs> I must have fell asleep. <laughs> is that Montana? Is that what that yeah, is? Monotow. Oh, Monotow. Okay. Zero. 14 zip. Okay. Here we go. All right. Pass out here. Zook out here. Ball is, is tipped off, and it is intercepted by number 11. And that is Doherty, the freshman, and he makes the interception on a tilt. Good play by him as that ball was just tipped off slightly, and he was right there in the right place. Makes the interception, so Brockway takes over from the 17-yard line. And uh, we have seven minutes remaining in this one. Score still 37 or 34 to 0 in favor of Brockway. Well, those scores that I read, I, I, I don't know if any of those are upsets uh, or not because I, I – not up on all of those teams. I, I don't think the 71 to 7 is an upset. No. <laughs> I think that probably was pretty well predicted. Right. Okay, here's a run off the left side. And uh, number 18 for the Rovers is Kraft. Raiden Kraft, interesting name, huh? Raiden Kraft. He is a junior, 5'9", 170, so he is getting, uh, he plays defense, but he's getting some offensive work here. Well, we have another uh, little injury on the field. So while they are attending to the player from uh, Kane, we'll take a 30-second timeout. We'll, we'll be right back. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Creekside Auto and Tire Service is a trusted name for service in the Brockway area. From state inspections, great tire prices, to all sorts of repairs, Creekside keeps you running great and safe. John and Chris service everything on the lot, so you know you're getting a great deal on a dependable car. Along with Lisa, you get treated like family and get family pricing. If it's not on the lot, they'll help you find it. Get superior service from Creekside Auto and Tire in Brockway. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. Uh, there is 6.52 remaining in this one. Our score, 34 for the Rovers and 0 for the Kane Wolves. Uh, we do have an injury on the field. One of the Kane Wolves is down, and it appears not to be a cramp because they're working farther above. So uh, he is down right now. And, uh, Some of the younger players and their uh, coaches, Aston, Ashton uh, Bearfield for the Brockway Rovers, Michael Pirro, and pardon me if I don't get these names right, uh, also Michael Zucchelli, and as I'm, I'm writing numbers down, then I get a chance to look at them, <laughs> Garrett Franz, and let's see, if we go back up to the top of the list here, Colton Kell. So those are some of the names we can mention for you. Well, yeah, and defensively too. Uh, we didn't mention. I don't think Benjamin Yale. He's a sophomore, six foot two seventy. So, uh, Mike, you know, so want to mention his name. Uh, Jacob Hoover played defense as well. He's a junior, six two, one ninety five. Want to mention him? And uh, so, as we said, a lot of new kids going in there. We do have another Brubaker too. Where's number sixteen? Uh, and I'm suspecting he's related to the other two, but I don't know that for sure. But uh, those of you listening, some of you probably know. Uh, and uh, so we're trying to get everybody that has been in the game, so we'll try to get as many numbers as we possibly can. Okay, the Kane player is is up on his feet, and that's, uh, that's a good sign. So they're checking him out while he's standing up. And I don't mind, might have got his, I used to say get his bell rung, but now we know that that's uh, – 
not the, the best terminology to use when somebody gets some kind of a head injury. So he's walking off very, very gingerly with help from the training staff. So I'm thinking that he probably got his bell wrong, as I used to say, but perhaps a concussion. And so protocol will have to come into place here and they'll have to check him out. But that looks like what he's dealing with right now. Hmm. Yeah, there was a there was a day, you know, when uh, there were there were a lot of concussions that never nobody knew anything about, you know, and that was uh, of course that's not good. <clears throat> Nowadays, they're much more careful about that. The helmets are oh a whole lot better than they used to be. Uh, for Barkway, by the way, uh, Colton uh, Kalora is. Uh, also in the game, he's playing wide out here in this slot to this near side. Quarterback is uh, still uh, Patton. Sidecar can't tell who that is right now. There's a handoff on the jet sweep. It was a little bit ugly, but the uh, ball carrier is making some yards out of it. He will have the uh, rears carrying, and he will uh, have the start trucking first down as the clock continues to win at 6.30 mark right now. So the game is not in question at this point, but uh, it gives a really good chance for all these kids to play that have not had a chance to get into a varsity game yet. This will be their first. Uh, in the slot to the uh, near side is Doherty. And uh, so we have some, uh, you know, he's been he's been in there, handoff is off the left side. Of course, that is uh, uh, Kraft again. Uh, Raven Kraft, he's a junior, 6-9-1-7, so he's getting some uh, action. There's a flag being thrown in way late. So I don't know if this is a sportsman call or something, but it was way late when the play was well over. And so let's see who that is going to go against. Don't know right now, but uh, can't tell, so let's wait and see. But there was definitely a Maybe they'll pick the it field. up. Maybe they'll just pick this one up and go. What nope. do you think? Didn't do it. Going to go against oh, going against uh, Kane this time. So oh. we're going to get a long walk off here. Well, I was I half right. They did pick it up. They did. <laughs> they, yeah, they picked up a you know, uh, so long fifteen yarder here. So it's going to hmm. put uh, the Rovers inside the fifty at the about the forty eight yard line of uh, of the Kane Wolves, and uh, we're at five fifty five now on running clock thirty four to zero our score, and young players in the game right now. Slot to far side. We've got. Jet motion, that handoff is uh, going to go to Doherty, and he's a big kid, and uh, he's going to be knocked out of bounds. And the first uh, tackler that hit him uh, didn't get anywhere <laughs> because he had some speed up, and uh, he was hit, but there's a flag on the play yet again. And so do we have a block that was improper? That is very possible, or a hold. Yep, there we go. It's going to go against the Rovers. We had a hole, but uh, does not gate, yeah. negate a nice run there by Doherty. Yeah, Garrett Kronz did a, a, threw a great block to free up Doherty that time. Kronz getting some playing time, as also the younger players for the Brockway Rovers. Okay, so that, what was that, 13? Or was that 14? <laughs> oh, let me, oh, you, you did ask me a question. I know. 14, okay. 14. Yeah, that was 14. Okay, boy, that. Okay, it is uh, first down and 10 from the 45 after that penalty. Patton uh, is maybe going to get dropped. No, he's still on his feet, but he's down now. <laughs> so uh, there are three or four uh, blue jerseys in there on Patton. Could not get a chance to get the ball off. So one thing he's, he's going to have to figure out is I'm going to have to get back, get my feet set a whole lot faster, yeah. and get that ball out of my hands. <laughs> so uh, so he's uh, 
but it's a learning experience for him. He's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. I tell you uh, what, he watches a lot of football on TV because he just took yeah. his arm <laughs> and right to the – Well, it's second down, more than uh, 20 yards. It's going to be more like 30, 35 yards uh, from the uh, – Oh, they're back at the oh thirty-three yard line. So it's all back to the thirty-three. So it's a second down and forever as we've got jet motion. And uh, do we have too much time here? Uh, a delay of game, very possible. And so now we're going to have a second and add more five. It's going to be like forty yards now. <laughs> you know, second down and forty yards. You want to make that call? Second down. Quarterback sneak. <laughs> Well, no one would expect it, would they? <laughs> they sure wouldn't. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, second down and 40 yards from the 33, or no, not the 33 anymore, the uh, 20, uh, about 26-yard line. Uh, looking to pass, going to throw one downfield. Oh, nice touch. There it is. There it is. There it is. I don't think he's going to catch him either. So a nice pass from the 33-yard line, and that goes to Doherty. So freshman to freshman. And Doherty will score, and I don't see any laundry on the field, so it's going to be good. And so at the 420 mark, it is now 40 to nothing in favor of the Brockway Rovers on a very nice touch, too, on that pass by, uh, you know, by uh, Patton. And so it went from freshman to freshman, and so you can uh, see what the future might hold, you know. And uh, so that's a good thing to be looking forward to. Boy, nice touch, as you mentioned. Very nice touch, yes. He did not have to fire that. He just nice spiral, laid it up very nicely, and uh, put it right into the hands of a very clear-running uh, Doherty. There's a handoff inside, and uh, looked to me like he got in there, and he did. So two-point conversion to make it 42-0 to zero at the 420 mark. And we will be back with the Brockway kickoff right after this one-minute timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things. Like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we are back. 420 remaining in this one. 42 to 0. Brockway Rovers winning this one as we're getting ready for the kickoff. Aiden Wilcox will uh, kick it off. And it is not very deep. It's going to be taken right around the uh, 18-yard line. And uh, ball carriers going to be taken down there at about the uh, 35-yard line. So they'll mark it at the 35-yard line. Be first down and 10 from there. And so we are getting closer as uh, this inaugural game of the 2023 season is just about in the history books. So sometimes, you know, I, I think for spectators in a game like this, it can get a whole lot longer than it 
than it really is. <laughs> you know, you know. I said, notice something in this press box we have never seen in any press box yet. Right. You know what it is? It's right next to your left elbow. Your left elbow. Your left elbow. My left elbow. Yeah, never There's seen a one. Pencil sharpener. Pencil sharpener. Yeah. I'm popping my piece today. First time pencil ever. Yeah, first time ever. Uh-huh. I've seen a, a pencil sharpener in a press box. Yeah. What a good idea. It has a winder, too. You, you got, yeah, you get a game like this, then there's nothing else to do. You start sharpening pencils. You know. Well, we have time. I'd just like to take a little moment and reminisce a little bit. It's the first time I've been in a cane booth since a good friend of mine who passed, and the voice of District 9 Sports, Barry Morgan. Uh, very close friend. We started out about the same time in the 80s during sports around the area. And uh, they have a nice plaque of Barry and uh, nice words and everything with the Barry Morgan broadcast booth here at the Paul R. Miller Stadium. And uh, they have a nice uh, picture and some nice words for Barry here at the stadium. So I just wanted to mention that to everybody. Good. Yes, indeed. Uh, and it's a, it's a great booth. It's just like the one actually in Brockway. Mm-hmm. It's got the, the door on each side, you know, for the privacy of the uh, you know, people that are filming or coaches or whatever the case may be. And then uh, we're in, this, in the middle section here, but uh, really the same thing. So, But these are pre-made, and then they bring them in one piece mm-hmm. and, uh, and just sit them down. So kind of like a modular, modular home, really, is how these things are built. The only thing that we have that I wish that all the booths would have is that the windows are slanted outward. Okay. So you don't get a glare. Well, you, can look, you can look down this way. So the, uh, the Broadway booth has those slanted windows, uh, and so that is uh, – that is something that uh, they're doing with the newer. You know, uh, this one is older, but with the newer ones are doing that. This is a, a yeah. good thing. So I'll cherish my memories with Barry and doing some games with uh, you know Barry of broadcasting and stuff. And we always had a lot of fun together. And also thank you, Bill, for having me with, me with you doing <laughs> a game pleasure. today. Yes, my pleasure. We're down to two forty-two right now in this one, John, and at uh, you know forty-two to zero. It's turned into kind of a you know, junior varsity game right now, but that's okay. These kids need to work. Yeah. Okay, ball carrier at the time is tackled. Uh, Kane has got the ball. They tackled at the 35-yard line, and that is going to bring up a third down and nine for the uh, for the uh, Wolves. And uh, they have their young quarterback Eric Novosol in the game. The Kane a, Wolves do. Yeah, so they got their junior varsity team in as well. And just I want to remind you too that at the end of the game we've got the play play of the game. Play of the game is brought to you by Insana Nololo Auditorium. at Law, specializing in family law, estate planning, and real estate. We have the drive of the game. The drive of the game is brought to you by Fran Rally Sales and Service, the home of 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty offering, a great selection of clean, used vehicles. And this year we have the sack of the game. It's not talking about what you bring in your brown bag either. Uh, the sack of the game. Uh, the sack of the game is brought to you by Brockway Appliance, earning customers one sale at a time, offering great deals on major brand appliances, fast delivery, or service that continues after installation. Okay, so there you have it. Thanks to those folks, and we will mention them again. Uh, now we have a fourth and ten. The rules actually. Uh, are back where they started from, and time is running down. We've got uh, 115 on running clock right now, and so nobody's going to be in a big hurry, to, I don't think, right now to do no. anything. <laughs> and uh, Mike so, Kelly came in and made a, a good stop for Brockway in that last play, Bill. Okay, good. That's good to see these young guys in there making plays. They are the future. They are the future. As we said, some guys, though, you know, are juniors and seniors that have not played since they were in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just didn't. They didn't play. 
Well, we have a, we, we have a timeout uh, with 54 seconds left here, and uh, we, we're going to keep it right here. So uh, so that we, we can put in a few right now, John, maybe a few statistics that you can mention now sure. uh, instead of waiting till. I, I, this is what this is my complete jot down notes of stats, and I have uh, Braden Fox 208 yards, what, two touchdowns. For three. <laughs> uh, yeah, I lost track. Uh, I think it was I, three touchdown passes because he hit Isaac Crawford. Got Crawford, yes. For one. I know that for sure. And then, of course, um, Quelo had two rushing touchdowns or receptions on there. But like I said, I jotted some notes down, and you have to pardon my uh, my memory here. But. Well, it's, it's the guy's from the newspaper that walk the sidelines to get it right, you know. Yeah. They're, they're the ones that get it right. Uh, we do the best we can because, you know, I can't do it because I'm trying to call play-by-play. You're trying to give commentary so but you don't if have you to want, watch it. if you want the uh, – we want the drive of the game right now? Yes. Uh, well, yeah, we can do that. We can okay. do that. The drive of the game starting out in the second half, six plays from their own 35-yard line. Capped off by a Quelo 25-yard touchdown run. That came at 7:59 of the uh, actually second quarter, and that uh, made no second half. Second remaining in the third quarter, and the two-point conversion was good, and that put the score up 21-0 Brockway. That was our drive of the game. Okay, and that drive of the game, of course, uh, sponsored by you know. Uh, Fran Rally Sales and Service, the home of the 12 months, 12,000 mile warranty, offering a great selection of clean used vehicles. And while uh, we were talking about that, there was a fumble on the part of uh, the Cane Wolves. Brockway has the ball at the uh, 10 yard line. So they got the 10 yard line. And uh, I can't think that they'll want to score here. I think that they're they, to be. Victory formation. Yes. Victory formation. Kneel down. And also, so a couple more snaps, and this should be official. 42 nothing is the score with the Brockway Rovers up. Uh, and also, it's kind of awkward to give a play of the game to one of the final plays, but we I know there's going to be some big moments during the course of the year for Brayton Fox and Quelo and uh, Pisarczyk. But these pair of freshmen hooked up for a 67-yard touchdown pass, Doherty to Patton. And their first career scores as a freshman. Yep, you see it. And, uh, but it was uh, pretty neat to see two freshmen hook up on a, a nice pass, nice yeah. touch pass. But that's going to be our play of the game, though. Yep, I think so. And our, our player of the game, let me uh, mention uh, here, uh, is uh, going to be Quelo. Uh, you've yeah. got his stats there. He's got two running touchdowns. And 126 yards on the ground. And 126 yards on the ground. Our uh, player of the game is brought to you by uh, Spitzer's Auto World. At Spitzer's, the world revolves around you. So thank you to uh, Spitzer's for that. We would normally get a picture of Quelo, but we're way up here, and uh, we may not be able to get a picture of him today, but we might be able to find one that we can use. But Quelo is our player of the game. And we uh, want to mention uh, one last time also all of our sponsors uh, that uh, we are so thankful for. Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, New Water Service, Ferrero Crook and Ferrero, Joe's Tech Shop, Stars Trailer Sales, Freeman Lumber and Molding Yard Works, Glass Town Pizza, The Little Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, 
Barrachetti Holdings LP, and Creekside Auto and Tire. So we thank them. We thank for also uh, NDL Accounting Services for uh, sponsoring coin toss, uh, Star Trucking for first downs, uh, Sunrise Coffee, our time's out, Rogo's Auto Sales for halftime, Rockaway Appliance uh, uh, sponsoring sack of the game, uh, Frame Rally Sales and Services, play of the game, it is Zano and Melillo LL Attorney. I think that's going to, you know, that's going to be, they have play of the game here, so they're both doing that, I guess. Uh, Spencer Dubois and St. Mary's, uh, in Dubois and St. Mary's, player of the game. And, of course, that would be uh, Jendi Coelho, our friend Jendi Coelho. So we uh, come to the end of this one, our final score, 42-0 to zero in favor of the uh, Rovers. And so, uh, hey, John, thank you for uh, kind of filling in here today. Oh, I really and, enjoyed uh, it. You kind of, kind of a short notice for you, and we appreciate you, uh, you know, appreciate you doing that. Remember that uh, next week at 730, the uh, Rovers will be taking on Dubois in Brockway. The game is uh, due to start at 730. So we will be there for you to bring all of you the action. Uh, and uh, we uh, trust that if you cannot make it there, that you'll make it where you are right now, listening to the, the game over Sunny 106, and uh, make sure you have some of that uh, great gourmet coffee that we've been talking about uh, also. And so the, uh, the Rovers will have a, at least a happy ride home today as they uh, get prepared here very soon for what is going to be a challenge for the next week as they take on the visiting Dubois Beavers. Well, you're absolutely right, Bill. And so, glad yeah. to be with you today. Yeah. Well, thank you, John. So for John Allen, this is Bill Edwards saying good afternoon and God bless. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Brockway Rover Football here on today's Sunny 106. Thank you to all our fine sports sponsors. Now let's return back to the real music variety here on today's Sunny 106.